The Bostonian versus the book is being brought to you by Mullen Labe Cigars. Every man dies, not every man really lives. It's a movie line. It's the fundamental principle by which this premium, organic, small batch cigars are made. Their tobacco has a 200-year-old generational line and is grown in soil free from GMOs, fertilizers, and pesticides. Mullen Labe Cigars are produced in small batches, and when they are gone, they're gone. Their work is marked by an outpouring of skill and pride. The result is a cigar that defines the luxury smoking experience one worthy of your finest moments. Celebrate your biggest victories with Maolave Cigars. Shop today at M-O-L-O-N-L-A-B-E cigars.com or check out the link on the BVB Discord channel. Maolave Cigars, don't wait to experience something great. The Bostonian is Matt Perrault. This is our f- city. The book is Dave Sherapan. Pay him. Pay that man his money. Together, they are the Bostonian versus the book. You covered! You covered! Well, I covered! Follow the show on Twitter at Boston versus the book. How do you like them, Matt? Bringing you the best insight on sports betting news, Matt and Dave's daily picks, and an entertaining and unfiltered dive into the sports betting industry. Here's Dave Sherapan and Matt Peralt. And here we go. It is the day known as Roll Call Friday. Friday. It's Upper Gate. How are you? Welcome into the first football edition of Roll Call Friday. Happy September. <laughs> Welcome to the show. Live on YouTube, live on Twitter, at Boston versus the book on YouTube. Hit the subscribe, like button, and the bell so you know when we go live on the ish time at about 1.30-ish, 1.45-ish every single day. Replay on Sports Grid TV. News on that here in just one second. A guest coming up here right out of the shoot as well. But first and foremost, happy Roll Call Friday, sir. How are you? I am unbelievable. I almost said a bad word right at the top. I don't want to do that to Will because he's doing an <laughs> unbelievable job. I don't know about you. I wake up Friday with such anticipation, such excitement. And then open up the phone after you go to the bathroom. First thing you do, go to the bathroom. Then you open up the phone and blip, 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 notifications. The number goes from single digits to double digits. The videos start rolling in. We got Stevie Mac on the first of the month with a big video. Of course, Raymaker Lou did his thing, shouted out everything. And sorry, Will, his video was dirty, but it was excellent. And then JC from KC, 87 the boys just start flowing mikey awesome oh my god it gets me fired up and then we show up and we do this thing every single week on roll call friday and it's football season p Rock. yes it's it is football season oh, so now you're excited so now you're now you're excited okay at least you kind of i mean i acknowledge that it happens and yes i'm excited but then i watched minnesota and nebraska last night and i'm like that game okay. was awesome at the end. That game was so fun at the at end. At the end. The end. It was awesome. The end. That game was fun. More on that later. All right. A couple right. of announcements here at the top. First. Top. Let's go. Monday, we will do a show. We're here. Big we football weekend. That's right. We thought, okay, let's do it. So if you have it off, no one Monday, 1030 Pacific-ish, 130-ish normal time. Yes. We will do the show as usual on Monday. So you guys right. who are going to be wanting to talk about the games on Monday night, 
couple of big ones, Clemson Duke. We'll get yep. to that. We'll recap the entire weekend, obviously, and then look ahead to Thursday night when the start of the NFL season happens with the Chiefs and the Lions. So heads up on that. Monday, there is going to be a show. Yes. Secondly, if you guys are watching the show over the weekend on Sports Grid, we are moving an hour back on Tuesday. Yes. So the show right now airs at 9 p.m. Pacific, midnight Eastern. We're sliding one hour back, 1 a.m. Eastern, 10 p.m. on the Sports Grid replay. Correct. That coincides with the launch of BVB on Sirius XM on Tuesday, the 5th. Correct. So 10 p.m. Pacific on XM, 10 p.m. Pacific on Sports Grid TV. So for those of you guys who are keeping track, you late night owls who are rewatching the show or listening to the show, those are the two places. New time starts on Tuesday. So the show on Monday, they're not going to, I don't know what they're doing Monday night. I think they might replay, but they might not. I don't know what Sports Grid is doing for Labor Day. I know that there is a holiday schedule and everything else going on for the way the shows are being put together. So I don't know if we're on, we might not be on Monday night. But Tuesday, that's when everything starts back on this current schedule. Correct. So yes. if you have SiriusXM channel 159, put it in your presets. That's SportsGrid's uh, channel on SiriusXM. You will get us replayed at the same time with the same show. Nothing different is going to happen on TV and on SiriusXM. Did I that miss was, anything? I don't think you missed anything other than um, follow the show on social yeah. at Boston versus the book. Um, the discord channel is what bvbshow.com people been coming back, welcoming back the football season. Those numbers keep going up. That's our community. That's our people. I mean, we're a show for the people by the people, but that is specifically the VB BVB people. Um, I think that's it. I mean, we'll, we'll be stationed this weekend down at the circa mostly and we'll jump between the west gate a little bit to sign up people over there if those come up no appointments yet locked in for the west gate we got a bunch um at the circa saturday sunday so we'll be there and then we'll be do the show monday we'll probably be back down there um if you guys are out and about you know where to find us yeah i mean just reach out to sports bk and sig sports talk matt on the twitter um, and I'm sure we'll be around and say hello, take pictures, watch games. There's, there's a lot of games this weekend, p Row. A lot of games and games last night, games tonight, games tomorrow, <laughs> all that. But before we get to what happened last night and before what happened for what happened uh, or was going to happen this coming weekend. Yes. Today would have been Bino Cook's 92nd birthday. How about that? 92nd birthday. So did you ever get a chance to interview him or talk to him? I talked to him probably three or four times over the course of my broadcasting career, mostly in the South, mostly about college game day, mostly about what, what about what's going on with everything else. So let's do this guy. Look at this guy. John Lucas is the author. He is the guy. He is the man when it comes to Bino cook. John, Matt and Dave, how are you? Welcome to the show. I'm doing great. Hey, long time listener, first time appearance. I'm I'm thrilled to be here. Thanks for having me on on, on Outst- this, uh, national holiday, September first, Bino's birthday. Right, outstanding to see you, sir. Um, you know, you look great. I, we'll, we'll get to the Notre Dame stuff in a minute because I know you're a Notre Dame apologist, aficionado, fan, all that other stuff. All but talk above. a little bit about Bino mm. and your role 
in his life and what he did with you and for you. And then we got to mention this book that you produced. That's just a fascinating look into the life of Bino through his words, basically. Yeah. I mean, it's, we could go on for two hours here. We, can, well, we only have up. 10 minutes, John. So yeah, keep it tight. <laughs> we could fill up the whole show. I mean, Bino, he was just that, that fascinating character. And, and to me, I mean, he was friend, mentor, uh, you know, editor, co co-author, you know, we, we worked on the book. We started it 20 some years ago and I finally, finally wrapped it up about two years ago. Uh, you know, haven't they suffered enough? It's his, it's his life story. It's a, you know, a hell of a read. I know you've been doing your best to, to help the sales and everything, yes. but being on mental world to me, I wrote him a letter when I was, I was 18, I was getting ready to graduate high school. And I said, I wanted to get into sports writing and cover college football and all that stuff. And I wanted to sort of follow in his footsteps. And, and the guy got back to me, he wrote back to me and, and we just, we hit it off. It became more than, uh, more than just sort of a, you know, a mentorship type thing. We became, you know, good friends. And, you know, he asked me to, help him write his book. And it was one of the singular honors of, of my life, to be honest. <laughs> so you went back and forth with him to like college game day. You you, you were his driver. Like you, you, you got all these, right. This is because like college football starting this weekend and Beto was on the original college game day. Was he not? Yes, he was 19, uh, 1987, the first year. I mean, September, I think September 9th, you have to ask Brando. He'll know the exact day. Cause he was there. Uh, yeah, I mean, going on 35 years ago, a little bit over that, uh, Bino was the, you know, the, the kind of the major driving force behind it. The show wasn't his idea. He won't, he won't, he didn't never took credit for it, but he, he was the one who kind of brought it out of, you know, there was a commentator, I forget who it was that said, it looked like it was, you know, filmed in somebody's garage (laughs) and that's 1987. And now look at it. I mean, they're on the road every week. They're, you know what I mean? They, they did, they've done the show from pretty much every outside of every stadium, college campus you can, you know, you can consider. And then, uh, you know, it's, it's one of ESPN's biggest, biggest properties right now. And, you know, Bino is the big reason for that. He, he Mm. sort of got the ball rolling and kept that thing going. And then he was the guy who said, Hey, you know, 1993, Notre Dame, Florida state, we have to take this on the road. We have to be at the site of the game. And, you know, you guys both know Bino he always gets remembered for the palace prediction. Ron Paulus is going to win two Heisman's. That didn't happen, but he's not remembered for all the ones he got right. And game day was one of the ones he got right. Yeah. And that is true for, for everything. What do you think, John, if Bino was here, what do you think his reaction would be to the current situation going on today? We'll talk about it later, but the ACC, they've added SMU, they've added Cal and Stanford. So everyone's saying it's not the Atlantic Coast Conference, it's the All-Coast Conference now for them. But what would his reaction be to all the changes in college football from a realignment standpoint? Matt, he'd be beside himself. I mean, there are so many times I wish I could just pick up the phone, you know what I mean, and, and have his have his sort of unfiltered rant, you know, I mean, he's not, not going to be on, you know, on the air saying it, just, you know, dropping every F-bomb he possibly right. could, Talk, <laughs> no. you know, telling the truth, what Bino was, he was a, you know, straight up uh, and held nothing back type of guy. And I, I know he, he would be, he'd be really upset, but then again, knowing, you know, the side of the business he did, that's another thing in the book. I mean, it's a lot of the behind the scenes TV business, you know, big time college sports. He would have seen it coming eventually, but I don't think he would have saw the the rapidity of how quickly it's taken over, you know, and how things would just been consolidated into these 
super conferences with no real geographical, you know, uh, delineations and all, and all yeah. that stuff. Rivalries being broken up, you know, just just sort of the fabric of the sport being torn down the middle. That really, really would have would have would have angered him, to be honest. John, what about like I mean, Bino was talking about gambling before people were actually talking about gambling all the time. Right. And now it's so prolific. It's so in your face. And now there's gambling scandals. I'm going to use in air quotes, but like, you know, Iowa, right. The, the kids are betting and all this other stuff. Bino was talking about this way before anybody else was right. Right. I mean, the guy, he was, I mean, you know, he put his first bet in, I think, you know, it was a month after he turned 18 in Pittsburgh, probably a few before that, before right. he was legal, you know, before the whole thing was legal, you know, so he, that was, this was part of his DNA way back. And I think he'd, he'd be, even he'd probably be shocked to know that this, the universality of, you know, the, the commercials and the constant, you know, the pushing with all the different sites and things. Now, I mean, but but he would have loved it. I mean, he would have loved all the different menus, all the you know, I mean, all the different options you could have. I mean, I remember conversations I had with him. He was he was a little bit behind, kind of slow on you know behind the curve on a lot of things. Like some of the really high over unders. I'll never forget. This is maybe probably about ten twelve years ago before he died. You know, remember the Big Twelve? It was just all air raid, run and shoot <laughs> up and down the field. You know, like you know, 65, 62. That wasn't that wasn't out of the ordinary. Right. He called me up one day. He's like Oklahoma State. Texas A&M, he's like 80, 90 points. I've never seen an over 90. You know, I'm going, I'm going under. I said, no, no. I said, it's that high for a reason. You gotta, you gotta go over. And he was like, no, I'm not doing it. And then like an hour after the game, I just, I didn't pick up the phone. It was, a, you know, I was somewhere else and I, I listened to the voicemail and all it was, was F you were right. <laughs> That's tremendous. You know, so but but he was he was pretty ahead of you know ahead of his time with a lot of things, and that was uh you know that but that was the way he he loves pretty much everything. One hundred percent, he wouldn't have used an app. There's no <laughs> chance that Bino would have used an app to bet. He was a guy who called a guy about a guy, and you know he had a guy. I mean, I told you the story. The mailman in our Sunday right. night card game delivered his mail. Right. And he used to get the Beano pick of the week on Fridays. Right. In the second year I was home from Penn State, I believe it was 1994. The pick of the week from Beano went 11 and 1. Ooh. <laughs> we thought Beano had an inside track to somebody, but we were betting, and there were bookies in Pittsburgh that would move it. Right. Because that was the Beano play, and he was on fire. He was, yeah. When when he would get hot like that, I mean, it was it was crazy. And he was, uh, you're right, he was old school. He, you know, he called his guy up. He did everything sort of, you know, over the phone. He he was calling the other score the hotline. That's what he he would get his scores. There was no internet. He, you know, he had no cable. There was, you know, obviously no cell phone. So he's calling the score hotline. And then I remember one day it broke. And he was calling me and Ernie Accorsi, uh, you know, the, the GM of the Giants at the time, because he wanted scores. And for some reason, neither of us are answering. And he figured out we we were both at Saturday night mass. And oh. he wanted he he wanted the late afternoon, you know, going into evening scores. Uh, he was so fired up because he couldn't reach either of us because he wanted he wanted us to turn on the TV and tell him, you know, what Purdue was doing, what Ohio State was doing, what the Southern Cal line was up to and all this stuff. You know, and it was that that's when you're part of Bino's world. Like you said, there's you know, there's 
it's everybody from the mailman mm. to uh, you know general managers of you know professional sports teams. Yeah, you know, and I I was somewhere in the middle of that. That's very cool. Uh, I flashed the book. Here is the book in case you guys want to read it. Beto Cook, Haven't They Suffered Enough? An Unbelievable Career in Sports, PR, and Television, available on Amazon right now, written by John Lucas and Beto Cook. One thing that I'm curious about, because obviously realignment is a major deal, but even back then, players were getting $100 handshakes. Players were getting paid under the table. It's pretty much like, a, you know, especially in the SEC where I was, that's where I first came across Beto, and, and in college game day, obviously, was really catapulted by all the SAC appearances. Whenever the, I remember when I was working in, Tus- in in Huntsville covering Alabama, when there was a game day in Tuscaloosa, the traffic was quintupled. It was just insane. Mm-hmm. Everybody wanted right. to be down there to be in the crowd, to see everything that was going on. And, right. and look, fans love to get, you know, either anti Bino or pro Bino or, you know, whether it be uh Corso, you know, he picked this, Obino picked right. this, you'd hear it in the crowd. What about pay for play in the NIL? Did, did he see it coming? Would he be in favor of players being able to control their name, image, and likeness? Uh, I, I think yes. I think he he understood that they were the you know the cogs in a machine. They deserve they deserve their share of it too. I mean, I, don't, I I think the the idea that there isn't a lot of rules or you know to this point it's it's kind of like an unrestricted free agency period where these guys can just you know do what they want and you know make a lot of money. He wouldn't have been in favor with the wide openness of, of the situation. But I know that, uh, you know, he was, he, he wasn't ignorant of the way situations were back then. I mean, we wrote in the book that, uh, you know, there was, there was things that have been going on forever. He said, he understood that most schools had a back door, whether that was for payouts, for, for grades, you know, things getting problems, getting fixed, swept under the rug. And he said, but, you know, in certain places like the SEC or the SWC, they have back porches and back parking lots. So, <laughs> I mean, he, he knew that those those things were all, you know, they're just part part of the game. They always will be. Now things are, you know, just like gambling, everything else. Everything has sort of come to the surface. Everything is mainstreamed right now, you know, and I think he's he saw a lot of that coming. I just don't think he would have liked the rapidity of it and the way, you know, it's being handled. And that, But a lot of that goes back to his thing that one of these days, this sport is going to need a commissioner. And, you know, he we wrote in the book that, that that would help solve probably a lot of the problems we have. So he he was right about that. I think that's something that's coming down the pipe that we're you know going to need to talk about. Last one for me, John. Um, you know, I I know you went to Notre Dame, and right over your shoulder you got to play like a champion, and you know you've been to big bowl games and <laughs> right all right the like Notre Dame. Said, right Listen, like don't move your legs too much because you got them shorts on. I don't want the, right. I don't want I don't want us getting some ratings and all this other stuff. Yeah. I mean, we can well, it's Hawaii. It's Hawaii Friday. I got it's know, Hawaii Friday. Well, it looks Rainbow like Rainbow Warrior football, just, football tonight. So I got my swim trunks on. My that's my Hawaiian listen, shirt. That's fantastic. Yeah. That's more than enough information than we needed. I need to know. Notre Dame season wins through a clear lens. You going over? Is this the year they actually win double-digit games? They got three tough ones. Is this the year, John? Don't bullshit me. What do you got? You went from a clear lens. I mean, obviously, I'm biased. I'll, I'll be yeah, honest. Right. I did. Bet, I, I did bet the over. It was eight and a half. I, I I think I think they're getting more than you bet it every year, though, right? You you do bet it every year. No, no, I don't. I'm 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 a realist in. In, oh. in a lot of ways, I, okay. Bino was Bino was kind of surprised, you know, because he was. I'll never forget uh, 2004. I was rooting for Southern Cal 
to trounce Notre Dame because I knew that was the only way that they were going to find a new coach. I knew that Tyrone Willingham wasn't the answer. And oh. I can't believe you're rooting against your alma mater. <laughs> you know, I mean, that was, I'm, I'm very, very clear. I when it, you know, when it comes to things that I see, you know, I call them as I see them, like, like Yogi and Bino, but uh, no, I, 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 I took it. I, I think that I have a gut feeling for some reason, Ohio state, Ooh. Uh, Ooh. I, I haven't, I, I haven't had this type of gut feeling since Notre Dame played Miami in 1990. Oh, oh, Notre Dame was going to beat them at home. You know, one of those types of situations really? now, Southern, Southern Cal and Clemson, those are the other two biggies. Eh. But I, 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 I think, I think we're going to take at least one of those three, uh, maybe two of the three, but you know, given, uh, I love Marcus Freeman. I think there might be, you know, something in the, you know, uh, a pit might jump out of nowhere. Somebody, you know, somebody might screw things up, you know, in terms of a, a playoff run. But I, I think we are getting that double digit wins. I can't stand uh, Notre Dame for a long, long time, but I respect them. I hope they kick the shit out of Ohio State. I can't <laughs> wait for that. I mean, and your Vino impression is Correct. spot on. Mm. Um, I spent a lot of time sitting with him in that press box when I was interning at KDK. I met you right. when you wrote the book. It's been a tremendous friendship, and everyone that does a Beano does it's unbelievable. That's my <laughs> that's that's my Beano for you, John. Thank you for coming on. Appreciate it. Enjoy the game this weekend. Enjoy the season. We'll catch it on the road. All right. Hey, thanks for having me on, guys. Appreciate Enjoy it. Enjoy Hawaii yeah, Friday, please. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. John Lucas, and you guys can go ahead. I'll flash the book up once again if you guys want to go check out the book. But you know, Cook, haven't they suffered enough? Unbelievable career in sports and PR and television available right now on. Uh, on ooh, we move that. Sorry, we'll put him back on. Almost Catch got him on behind, the, behind the scenes in the yeah. green room. Oh, <laughs> he's having Hawaii Friday. We got roll call Friday. He's having Hawaii Friday in Pittsburgh. I don't yeah. know what the hell he's up to, but my God, it looks like it was fun. <laughs> Good stuff there. All right, that was fun uh, to grab a hold of that. You can go get, the, get yep. the book on Amazon, like I mentioned. Okay, what happened last night? Uh, let's get into this Nebraska game. Nebraska blows it again. How about this tweet? This is this is something else because. <laughs> Nebraska has now lost 20 of his last 24 games by single digits. They blew another lead last night. They're up 10 to three. And then a, just an unbelievable amount of mistakes fumble. You're driving, you're at midfield. They fumble the ball. They put it back to Minnesota. Minnesota gets an unbelievable touchdown catch in the end zone to tie the game. I thought the left tackle moved going back and watching it. It was really close. They could have flagged it for a false start. They didn't touchdown in the end zone. Extra point, good. Was Nebraska's his got foot in. Yes, yeah, it was in. Yeah, great catch, Whew. unbelievable catch. Drag the toe, great catch. Unbelievable. The decision to allow Jeff Sims to throw the football, a guy who is a known runner, who had thrown two interceptions in the game already, including one in the end zone, in the red zone, in the end zone, where Nebraska could have had three points and could have survived. It could have been thirteen-three. Mm-hmm. instead of it being 10 to three could have been this is groundhog day for Husker fans this is just an unbelievable amount of mistakes he throws two seeds over the middle short little post routes that picked up the first down you're already over midfield you need about 15 yards to get into field goal range but Nebraska decides for some ungodly reason to, to do an RPO to allow Jeff Sims to throw the football over the middle 30 yards down the field. Safety makes an easy interception, comes right up, picks up the football, a minute plus to go. 
They go right down the field, 46 yard field goal, 13, 10 Nebraska loses the game. Can't believe. Can't How believe. do you let Jeff Sims throw the football there? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I just, I saw it. And I went, Oh, that's hard worst. enough being a Nebraska fan, but like, yeah, right. You got you a have donkey kicking the nuts right every there. Game. Like, I mean, that's why I win mean, that football game. I put plus seven. I was getting all text. I was on sports grid last night with you and Wetzel. I'm getting all sorts of text messages. All my Nebraska friends are like, Oh my gosh. See, I told you, I told you they all bet money line. They all bet money line. They all thought this was going to be a win. They were all taking victory laps and pounding their chests. They were so excited. Our team's going to start Matt rule. Here we go. And then you see the mistakes. You see why Nebraska hasn't been able to be successful because the worst thing that should have happened to Nebraska is they went to overtime. That should have been the worst thing that happened there. Correct. You cannot make that mistake. You cannot throw the ball over the middle. You cannot be throwing the football, run the ball. If the Gophers stop you and you got to punt and pin them down deep, so be it. Trust the defense in 15, 20 seconds to keep them out of a bomb situation from a and go to overtime. Yeah. Now I get it. You're at home. Overtime could be funky, but losing in overtime, you just go, okay, I lost in overtime. You can accept that. You can't accept losing 13 to 10. You can't accept that situation where Jeff Sims throws his third interception. Yeah. It's, it's been, it's the first game of the season, but so what's the, what's the review? What are they saying today in Lincoln with rule? And same Nebraska? old, same old. Nothing's changed. They're saying the same old, same old. Yeah, nothing's changed. Oh no, really? The same. I mean, just, it's, how could you not? They've lost twenty of twenty-four games by one score. That's why Scott Frost got fired. Oh, they yeah. fired Scott Frost, so in-game decisions and in-game mistakes are not being made. You know, what's the last me the question? So small. When you make one, like when it's game like that, which was, I mean, listen, I don't. The, the end was. Exciting. The rest of that game, I tried watching. Boring. Boring. First just, half was boring, yeah. Tough. Tough watch. Um, but the margins are so slim that one decision well, like that, that results eh. in a bad thing, it turns. The eh. whole, I don't game. know. There's two, there's two very big mistakes Nebraska made before that that set that up. The turnover at midfield and the interception in the end zone. The, Nebraska never should have been in that situation to have that game be coming down to one score. Right. They should have had well, two score lead. That's fact. And like on the on the flip side, what are they saying in Minnesota? Like, I mean, you know, they finally won a game that they yeah. weren't supposed to win and roll the win, momentum. Yeah. Stuff, like Absolutely. Stuff. Let's go. Here we go. So, you know, build on replacing Tanner Morgan. And now we get we have a, a you know a quarterback who could come from behind, lead us oh. down, get us in the field goal range, 46 yard kick. We got a kicker who can make a game winning kick. They feel good about themselves. They feel like, okay, that was good. We stole one. That's good. 1-0 start is better than 0-1 start. But from a Nebraska standpoint, I, I mean, it's just one of those situations from if you're a Husker fan, now the whole year, you're worried about everything. Like you thought if you win at Minnesota and you're 1-0, it's changed. You go to Colorado, you can beat Dion. You can you got a couple of tough games coming up what at home. What if they go to Colorado and lose? I think it's on the table. Wetzel was asking me last night what I thought the line would be, and it really comes down to what the Buffaloes do at TCU. But say Colorado loses like 41-30. It's next week. For Nebraska-Colorado? Right? Yeah, but the game's tomorrow for TCU-Colorado. Oh, yeah. No, the line's already up for Nebraska-Colorado. What is it? I thought it should be Buffaloes minus three. It could be either way. It could be three either way, right? Yeah, to me, to me, it depended upon what 
TCU, what Buffalo, what Colorado does tomorrow. If they're competitive against TCU, they're going to be home favorites against Nebraska. Damn, I don't, I don't have my college games of the year. I know it's up. Um, let's see if you guys have it uh, up. FanDuel, DraftKings, see if it's up. Uh, I don't have my. I don't want to mess up my roll call Friday setup That's to fine. look at yeah. the Westgate, but I think the Westgate has it up. Okay. Um, I, it's three. It's it might be Nebraska minus three. It it's might Nebraska be. minus nine and a half. Right now. That's insanity. That's absolutely insane. Take take Colorado plus nine and a half right now. That line's not right. <laughs> Nebraska does not beat people by two. We saw it last night. If they're going to win, they're not going to win by two touchdowns. They're not going to win by 10 points. They're going to win I mean. by three or four. <laughs> there it is. Arctic, yeah. Nebraska minus nine and a half. Oh, my goodness. That's ridiculous. Yeah, that, that line, <sighs> that line's not right. And so, and I think that line will change dramatically. If the Buffaloes look good tomorrow, that number's gone. Joel Onler in the chat said, Sims can run, throws like poo-poo. Yep, he's right. That's, he's a Georgia Tech quarterback. What did the Tech? What did Georgia Tech do? They run triple option. They run. Jeff Sims is a great running quarterback. Why weren't they allowing him to run and roll out? I have no idea. Roll the kid out. Give him a run pass option. Don't have an RPO where he's in the backfield and he can't read defenses. The safety was standing literally 10 yards behind where he was throwing. It was an easy come up pickoff interception. It's now eight and a half on Fandle. Thanks okay. guys for watching the show at Fandle. We appreciate coming it. down. Uh, there you we go, guys in the room. Um, roll call will commence one hour from right now. Um, so guys, you know, right now, I need the cities where you're at, and then we'll do the roll calls in about forty five minutes, so we can see the chat flowing. But cities all over the country last week, would we hit 38 states? And I believe so, yeah. Three countries. It was Australia, Canada. Um, oh, Australia, England, Canada, and the U.S. It was four countries, yep. 38 states. Roll call Friday, wherever you're watching, wherever you're listening, city and state right now. JC from KC, I'm curious what the temperature is too in Cleveland. Mm. Can I rant about Gus Malzahn? <laughs> hold, hold on. I, I already have the glasses on. So, um, so let's, let's just set this up for a second. Okay. So if you're a UCF alumni and you went ahead and you laid the 36 and a half points last night and you're like, Hey, I think my team's going to go and kill Kent. And I said, Kent's not going to score very much. Need Kent to score under under 10 points. Man, 49, six, it's 49, six. They get a first down with about a minute and 45 to go. Just down the ball. Kent, Kent's not taking timeouts. No, Kent's not going to do that. And if Kent had taken a timeout, I would say, go ahead and score, run the ball in. But Kent had shown no indication that they were interested in stopping. They were tired. Where is the football right now? Where's the football? Football's down around the 18 yard line. Okay. So we're in the red zone, but we're not right in front of the goal. Yeah, You're in the red zone. It's first and 10 first down. You got about a minute and a half to go. (laughs) You could take four knees and be done. Game over, pack it up, 49-6, throw the ball to the referee, go home. You've covered, so you're good. But the line was 55 and a half at close. The total. The total, total, sorry. It was 55 and a half at at, at close. It was. 49 to 6 is 55. You can do the math. The alumni, well, damn straight, I was on under 56. So I absolutely, I was doing the math then because I have a bet riding on this. So the alumni, they don't get their over yet. The alumni have the cover. But they don't have the over. over. So Gus Mazan is looking up there and he's like, yeah, uh, um, let's do a fuck you touchdown, guys. Let's go. 
Sorry, Will. 54 seconds to go in the game. They run the ball in and they celebrate like it's, we just beat Ohio state. Covered. I mean, there are reasons why Gus Malzahn got run out of Auburn on a rail. And his arrogance was one of them. Oh, they hated him. Oh, they couldn't stand his pompous nature. They couldn't stand the way that he did would do things like that. That reflects poorly on the on the university. It re- on, on everyone in that building. Say, oh, it's the bounce house, Matt. They want to score. They want to score. They want to score. Yeah, but there are there's classy things in college football, and one of which is I'm not going to rub it in. I'm not going to run it up on you. Because I don't need to. What someone said to me last night, well, it was because they're new in the Big 12. They want to announce their presence. Oh. What? So 49-6 is not a good win, but 55-6, oh, fuck, let's go. Here we go. It's all good. Over. What, what are we doing? Like, I, I, I actually feel bad that college football has become like this now, where there isn't anyone thinking, you know, okay, let's not be, let's not embarrass them. Let's not hang 56 points on this team. Let's just do it the, the, the right way. Take a knee. Let's be done with it. And let's celebrate a, a victory and do it with class. Nope. And I would say this, by the way, whether I was on the over or the under, because you don't need to score that touchdown in week number one. There's you no need. Thanking Gus today if you had the over? Yes, I would be thanking him. Sure. I'd be like, congratulations. Nice job. Good job. But I wouldn't be mad if he chose not to. Because it makes sense. It's just the right thing to do. Correct. And say, okay, because there was a missed field goal that Central Florida missed a field goal in the game. That, and I, I, what I would have been saying is that, man, that missed field goal burned me. That, that If I had that missed field goal, they hit that field goal, it would have gone over by two points. We would have been good. Should have been, should have fallen 58. Instead, falls 55, and the game goes over. It should have gone under. Right. But scoring a touchdown with 54 seconds to go to make it 56 to six, you feel good <laughs> about yourself? You walk off the field like I'm, I'm, I'm big man on campus? Someone said, oh, the kid that scored is a highly touted recruit oh. who might oh. transfer out if he doesn't get the football oh so that's what we're he doing put now. it on the kid yeah so so that's what we're doing now what? He, has to, he has to let a third string guy score because if he doesn't then the kid all of a sudden is going to look to leave really that's what they said it's just it's such a bunch of it's just garbage i i, I don't like this version of college football that's what we're doing I don't like I that. I mean, the score margins are going to come into play and votes and all this stuff. It's terrible. It's terrible. For what? For Central Florida? Where are they going? Well, I mean, Nowhere. they won a national championship. Not that oh, long right. ago. Yeah. Remember when they anointed yeah. themselves yeah. a national Still champion? up on the damn stadium sign. Yeah, they put it up on the stadium. Well, they won it. You know, no, that's yeah. what they said. When you, you can say whatever you want, just like social media and Pretty much. people doing this stuff. So, um, yeah, no, South Dakota, Mike's in the house. Hello, Mike. Uh, he would know. College football fans would know you don't do that, but <laughs> it's a pretty now. good number out of the shoot for the odds makers. Sure. There's a lot of people in the back rooms today going, man, we had that one, but they 55. lost five, but they lost good number 56 <laughs> yeah, but all closing numbers and all that other stuff. It's a good rant by you. That was good. I mean, it's the first day. It's the first day you can't, I mean, it just, just that was a no, much better controlled look, it's, rant. It's, it's the only loss I've had. Look, I'm five and one in college football now. It's the only game smoking, I've lost so far. Okay. Smoking. So hot. But in the, not even that. Not even just hot. It's just that that's a game that I handicapped. I had the handicap right. And the fact that it it's doesn't go, it's still lost. And that's yeah, just whatever. That's, I mean, but that's the game. It's a frustration. That's the oh, anger yeah. that comes from it because yes. a coach could have done the right thing and the coach decided not to. 
And there's so many different reasons why. And probably somebody sent a text message to the offensive coordinator saying, Hey dude, you know, I'm on the over, right? Like, like we're not, we're not packing it in. Right. We're scoring here. Right. Yep. Got you, got, got you, sir. Yes. Hey Gus, um, you know, uh, you know, John, he's yeah. Well, you know, John's on team knows. I mean, they got the lot, they got the side and the total. They got the favorite and the over. So, I mean, let's get them in the end zone here. Let's, yep. you know, let's get for the, uh, the alumni. Let's do it for the boosters. Let's do boosters, it for the, for the guys who are upstairs in the press box, who have the suites, who are up there with the coaches. Hey man, we're not stopping, right? We're scoring here, right? Yep. 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 We got you, sir. Don't worry. We got you. Right. And don't tell me that's not going on across college campuses. Cause it is, it was already always has been. It's going on even more now. Sometimes, like you got to keep this in mind, though. I was at a game at Penn State when they mm-hmm. beat Cincinnati, eighty-one to nothing. Okay. I, if you call a running play up the middle and and the guy just breaks through, what do you want him to do? Fall? He down? didn't break through. He didn't break through. He, he yeah. they methodically went down the field. He scored from the six-yard line. I understand. Is it worse to tell the kids? I don't think it is, but a lot of people will make this other argument. You're rubbing it in the guy's face if you tell him, you know what, we were going to score, but now nah, we're not going to score. We're going to sure. sit there and tell right. you, game's over. I'm not handing the ball off. I'm not going to ask a running back to make that decision. Any running back, any player with the ball in his hands he, since he was two years old, go score, kid. I'm right. not telling a running back to do that. Okay. I'm taking a knee. I'm snapping the football. Right. That's fine. I'm, I'm going That's back. I'm bleeding right. clock, bleeding clock, bleeding clock, taking a knee. You do that yeah. three times, the game's over. Unless Kent State calls timeout, then go score. I, I would, right. I, I would hundred. If Kent State had called timeout, one hundred percent. If I'm trying to run the clock out and you don't want me to run the clock out, I'm scoring on you, and I would have no problem with Gus Malzahn doing that. That's right. on Kent State's coach if he did that. But I got to make sure he's going to do that. Yeah, I mean, it was the fight was over. Like that yes. was like a, that was like there's no need for that. Like you hit him winner down type right. of blow. Like this is a over. hammer fist on a knocked out opponent. Like you're coming in going bam on right. his head for no reason. Yeah, Fight's over. Need, you're right. Yeah. It's done. Not Fight's good. Up. Don't like it at all. Absolutely horrible. Uh, Utah dominated Florida last night. Yes, they did. I was pretty impressed with Utah. Now at home, they're really tough. That was. I don't understand that when people were saying Florida is going to go in there. I don't like Billy Napier. Graham Mertz is a bad quarterback. Okay. He is not good. He's just not. I bet again. Now you're frozen. First frozen face of the day. Snap your fingers. One, two, check. One, two, check. Come back. One, two, check. Hello. One, two. And are you back? Oh, now we're back. back. Okay. So last thing you said was Graham Hurts and you went like this. Oh, Graham Mertz is awful. Mertz, Graham Mertz, Mertz, I, I Mertz, bet against Mertz. him at I bet against him at Wisconsin all the time. The fact that he was going to go on the road to a very hostile environment and beats and beat Utah was somewhat laughable. To like me. who thought that? Seriously, a lot of people did. People, I saw people saying, "Take Florida." Here they go. The number went down from six and a half to four and a half on the oh. news that they weren't going to have Cam oh, Rising. Oh, P roll, P roll, P roll. It opened as high as nine and a half. Okay. There was rhombuses and parallelograms <laughs> that were piling in that CLV all the way from nine and a half to nine to eight and a half to eight, to seven and a half to seven, six and a half to six, five and a half. Once it gets to five, you didn't really beat the closing number because that's what it was. But man, I posted that CLV today to see me in the CLV can just holding it like this. Like, come on in. You can only use the CLV so much. Good numbers lose too. Bad numbers win. The game is to get the best number. You just can't cry about it. I missed four. Say, I got four I and a half. I, I got the second best number. 
there you go. But that's I good. Get, I, it was four for a split second and then get the Correct. four and a half. And, but and you I always want to get this game of gambling, booking it, betting it is always to get the best number. You just can't say, well, I had the best number. I lost. I was on the dead ass wrong side, but I got the good number. <laughs> There's not one person that thinks that they bet Florida that could have watched that game and said that was the right side of anything other than taking one, a donkey kick in the nuts. Or just betting the under. It. If you bet the under, then okay. Yeah. And then that's fine. But whew, I like Utah. At home, Utah is going to be a tough team. And when they get rising back, they're going to be a fun team to watch in the Pac-12. They're going to be they're going to be tough. They did exactly what I thought they were going to do. They dominated the line of scrimmage as a physical football team. That was a physical game. I was watching yeah. that game a lot, and then when you know me and you were on, I, was, I had it on the screen. That was a physical football game. Like I, I just kept going, and I don't know if it's me getting older because I always I love the contact when I play mm-hmm. hockey. I love the contact. I still love the contact now. If anybody wants to bump into me, I always like to get a little physical. But man, I'm watching these missiles hits were like banging each other. Utah's a they're a good football team, at least that way. Yeah, they're, they've always been physical. That's why I like them because they they Ooh. maul people. They absolutely maul people. When they get into high shootouts, that's when they get into trouble. But yeah. games in the 20s, ooh, they're a very difficult team to beat. When it's being decided at the point of attack or the line of, scrim- line of scrimmage, they win more often than not. It's a really hard place to play too. Oh, Salt Lake is super hard. You don't like, go in there non-conference-wise and win that game. Conference teams have a tough enough time playing in Salt Lake. And SEC team... Man, that was that was meat to the Lions. They were ecstatic. <laughs> they were ready to go in that football right. game. Big win for Utah. Yeah. Uh, speaking of crazy big wins, how about the Atlanta Braves? Grand slam in the second inning. They go up seven to one. And then Mookie Betts got going. And they almost came back. Eight, seven, the final. Couple things to note in this game at the top, which this game was absolutely nuts. Mookie Betts ends August with 33 runs in the last 15 years in major league baseball. There've been two players in two occasions where a player scored more than 33 runs or 33 runs or more in a single calendar month. <laughs> Mookie Betts has done that in the last two months. So only, only two times in the last 15 years was Mookie back to back months Month. in the summer of yes. 2023. Insane. But Ronald Acuna, how about this <laughs> inaugural member of the 30, 60 base, uh, 30 home run, 60 stolen base club. There are four members of the 40, 40 club. No one has ever hit 40 home runs in 50 stolen bases. Acuna has hit at least 10 home runs in a month, two times in 18, August of 18, August of 19. Yeah. He might get to the 40, 60 club this well, coming be, season. He'd be the charter member. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, if he gets that, the MVP is his. Forget it. The MVP is his to lose. I still think. I would agree. What Mookie's doing is amazing, but the one guy's doing it too and doing crazy stuff. Um, I'm not gonna lie. After it was seven-one, I was like, "Ah, the Braves again." I just need this game over eight. It got over eight, and I stopped really watching it, paying attention to it. But I was getting texts from our guy, Rainmaker Lou, who's five days away from arriving in Vegas. Can't wait to see him and the Breadmen. But we had mentioned on the show, there's going to be a lot of home runs. And then we went on Sports Grid and said the same thing. Pick a guy on either team and try to find the right home run prop. There was a couple, Riley, Acuna. Grand Mookie. slam, Acuna. Mookie yeah. gets two. 
three run right? and a two run for Mookie. So the game flew over. Mm. That was good. But I didn't really pay attention. I didn't realize the Dodgers were coming back. And I was like, Muncie's home run. I turned it on once when Muncie went out. I was like, wait a minute. It's eight, seven. Cause he was 16 to one in the second inning. You could have taken the Dodgers 16 to one. Correct. Yes. And, um, I paid attention when Mookie hit the second one. I was like, all right, wait, it's eight, six here. And then Muncie eight, seven. Okay. And then two on in the ninth, which was a sweat. (laughs) Exactly. Cause I was like, I can't have been up. 7-1 7-1 in the second. And, and blow it. Blow it. Like that, those baseball losses like that are brutal. You Especially in a game in, for a team you might see later on in the year. Right? That's a nice message to send. Like, hey, by the way, you might go up big, but don't think the game's over. We can come back with the best of them. There's a lot of people here from all over the country. They were all watching the Braves and the Dodgers. Alan Smintana said course. he bet the Braves. Wow, what a night. There was nothing uh, else to watch after the football games were over. It was, all, it was just the Dodger game. Of course, everybody was watching the Dodger game. Yeah. DJ said his heart was racing last night. He didn't even have money on it, but he's a big Braves fan. This is an important series for the fans. Is it an important series for the players as far as a preview? Sure. The yes. I mean, it's just a measuring stick. It's just, let's see where we are. I'm going to see pitches from guys who I'm going to see in October. Right. You know, if you're, if you're the Braves, you're like, give us Lance Lynn, please. Thank you. We'll look forward to that matchup <laughs> in a seven-game <laughs> series. Throw that guy twice, please. Uh, so, if I'm, a, if, I'm, if I'm a Dodger fan, I'm not feeling too good. I mean, Strider got lit up, too. So, I mean, it was, you know, the bullpen got crushed. It's just one of those things. These teams are so deep hitting lineup-wise that good pitchers can get through the order once, sometimes twice. But that third time through, if you make a mistake, good night. boom. They call it a piss missile. Somebody said, I, who calls it a <laughs> Jared Carabas is, wow, you're, you're adopting Carabas. Well, not, I wow. heard it and I was like, wow. <laughs> I've, well, I heard that's, one of the kids say That's it. been Carabas' claim to fame for probably a decade now. Well, I heard one of the kids say um, <laughs> that it went away to college to play yep. baseball. He called it a piss missile. And yep. I knew someone in the media said it. I don't know who. <laughs> yep. but, like, like yep. there's no messing around. And that was the ballpark was electric. The whole scene was electric. That, you know, the Dodgers come all the way back. Yeah. It's a fun baseball game. It's a fun awesome. series. It's a fun series. Again, we'll get, get to that game tonight. Dodgers are dogs again somehow in some way. I don't know how. What do you mean? We'll talk about later. Hold on. ACC today officially added Cal, Stanford, and SMU. What happens to Washington State and Oregon State now? They're literally left without a conference. They're going to the Mountain West Conference, right? It's all they can do. I guess. Nobody wants them. They're literally the home for misfit No, we don't need you. We We don't want you. Big 12, sorry. We don't, nothing. No Big 12's not taking them. No way. There's no need. You have everything you need with Oregon and Washington going. Well, I guess they're going to the Big Ten, right? I got to forget where who's going where. Yeah. Yeah. So they don't Arizona, have a corner, Arizona, they don't have a corner and, of the country up there. They could. That would be the last piece, and that would keep a Western division and then an Eastern division. So the Big Twelve could. T- the Big Twelve could take. I think that's the only thing left wow. if it's not the Mountain West. I mean, it is like-minded. Kansas State, Iowa State, right. Washington State, Oregon right. State, it is sort of a like-minded. So maybe That's, you can wind up in the – I mean, that would be an absolute gift if they wound up in the Big 12. For sure. 
I get for them, but like, yeah, I don't know. Oh, it's, I woke up and I, I knew it was, we had talked about it a little bit with B how Wednesday and then woke up to that news. And I was like, yeah, there's just literally no geography ties to anything now. They're SMU just is division. in the ACC. Think about that for a second. Southern no, Methodist in Dallas, Texas is in the ACC. Yeah. Yeah. What? How is that well, possible? Well, so San Francisco. <laughs> right. Right. Cal and Stanford, right, yeah. What, 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 the all-coast conference? I saw our boy Emerson yeah. tweeted that. Uh, should, I saw, it's a good point. It should be just, just called the all-coast yeah. all conference. Yeah, because Texas, Dallas, you've got the Gulf of Mexico, and now you're going to have the West Coast there, so you could get away with it and call it the all-coast all conference. It keeps the ACC. You're just changing the word Atlantic. CBW just came in a chat, and this is why I love doing this show with you guys watching in the chat and then contributing. Is this true? ACC can't fall below 15 teams. Otherwise, ESPN gets to renegotiate the TV deal? Correct. They are taking these three teams because they believe that Cal, uh, that SM, sorry, Florida State, Clemson, and one other. North Carolina? Leave. It might be North Carolina are leaving in two years. Oh, Florida State's basically told them we're leaving. Florida State's gone. They're leaving the ACC. I feel like they keep telling them right in their face, like oh, we're no, leaving. No yeah, I mean, because they basically they they Florida State's the one who released the numbers and said, "You guys in the ACC, you're thirty million every year. We're losing thirty million dollars to the SEC in the Big Ten. So we're going there. Once we get the invite, we're going there, and they're, they're going to join the SEC. Clemson." We'll have the same thing. If FSU goes, Clemson goes. So those two are gone. So they have to preemptively get ahead of this. And that's why that's right. CBW is right. So I forget who the third team is, who they think is going to leave. And it might be North Carolina who is going to leave and go to either the SEC or to the Big Ten. But Florida State and Clemson are going to the SEC. That's a done deal. It, it, it may only happen in two years, but that's a done deal. Florida State and Clemson. Yeah. I mean, those are natural fits. Hundred percent. I mean, you want to talk about a conference? The SEC is going to be. It Miami could be the other team. That's it. Thank you. Yep, that's it. Thank you. Yes, it is Miami. Yes. So They'll the SEC to- will completely own the state of Florida. Correct, and the oh. biggest recruiting ground in Miami. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> so those are the three. Thank you. Oh, yes, those, those are the three schools. Gosh. Right. So, Florida, Tallahassee, or Gainesville, Tallahassee, Miami. We'll all be in the SEC. Dream situation for football fans down there. Dream. Oh, my goodness. I mean, Bama plays down there every couple of years, every four or five years for that very reason, because they recruit the market so heavily. Now they won't have to as they'll play, they'll play there consistently. Right. But yes, wow. the, those are the three schools. So that's why they that's why that happened. That's why they made What's, that move today. What, it, nobody wants Duke. No one wants Duke or North Carolina because it's those are basketball schools. You're going to get another all basketball conference. The Big East will, will won't be the only one. It's a West Coast conference on the West. It's the Big East on the East. You're going to get another one. Where these schools wow. that play high level college basketball are going to say, you know what, football's killing this. We're, we we play high level college basketball. We're going here. Like Notre Dame will need a place to play. So you could have like a Duke, North Carolina, Notre Dame, um, and then look around and see who else might want to join from an all basketball conference. It's pretty good. Yeah. So you break away anyone, anyone who, who wants to break up football and basketball and play in different conferences, which is possible. You may see that happen more often it used to happen a lot. 
Now, that's going to happen more often, I think, now. If you prioritize, if you prioritize college basketball over football, you know, if you're, if your track record, if you're money, like Duke and Carolina, Wake oh, Forest, man. you know, those types oh. of programs. So, uh, we talked about Tennessee and Houston, the Oilers, the throwback for each team. Should the yeah. Texans wear it? Should the Titans wear it? Okay. Well, we found out this morning that coming up on Saturday, the Cougars are wearing these uniforms in their game this weekend against UTSA. You Those cool? look exactly like the Houston Oilers uniforms. Yes, now. they do. What does that say on the helmet? Houston. That is, oh, I, I got to admit, I'm a sucker for the baby blue. Fair or foul? You like it or not? Uh, I love it. <laughs> it's getting kind of like confusing, it. is it not, it. as to who gets to wear this color? Who gets to do the throwback baby blue? Because the Everybody's Oilers doing it now. So the Titans. I mean, the Brewers it. have a baby blue city connect. Like the, everybody's got the baby blue. I'd sleep in the baby blue if I could. <laughs> I love it. So that's now three teams that are doing Oilers throwback. The Titans are doing it. The Texans are doing it. And the Cougars are doing it. <laughs> Should we just I mean, bring back the Old Oilers? Miss? Didn't Old Miss do it? Exactly no, that's their colors. Like that too? No, Old Miss colors are like that. Old Miss has a third. That's not a throwback. It's Ole Miss. Put it in the chat. Did you guys like those? I I think we're going to get almost all yeses. Those are fire. Looks nice. Those are worth two points to the spread. (laughs) (laughs) Like or dislike. Love them. Like, I I think that's a no-brainer. Okay. I don't know. It's just hard when the colleges keep changing the uniforms. When you're watching the games. Right. Turn on. You're like, what is that? (laughs) Who am I watching? I agree. I agree. So I don't know. You got three teams getting rather confusing as to who's get the, who's throwing back to what for what school. It's very hard to keep track of. I don't understand it personally. I, I, I get what they're trying to accomplish, but the Titans, the Texans, and now the Cougars are all three throwbacks to the Oilers. Just bring back the Oilers, please. Like if everybody wants them back so badly, just bring them back. Let them be a part of There's not a person. In the chat that said they disliked him. Powder oh, it's hard Blue to dislike him. Moves the line. Yes, I love them. Man, I love the love you blues. It's it's H Town. Let them do it. Are you good with it? Because it's Houston. That's I mean that's I am, but it's college versus pro. It's like I don't know. It's getting confusing. The college has become pro for good. I know, sake. but it's confusing. No lines now. It's confusing to me. I don't it's understand. Confusing. All right, tonight let's get in some games. Miami, oh. Ohio at Miami, Florida. Don't be this guy. Come up Line. to the window and say, give me Miami. I know, right? Which yeah. one? Hurricanes or the Red Hawks? You got to be talking about which which. And there's probably people at the window that don't know the difference between the two. <laughs> I mean, so let's, I, I've worked with them. Believe me, I'm not speaking out of turn. Right. There's, there's guaranteed people working, especially this week, because there's people been training oh. that are getting thrown to the fire this week. The first week is just like, please get the drawer close. Like, just, just make sure that <laughs> you honest, just keep it close. But somebody comes up to the window and says, give me Miami. All right. And you're like, which one? Well, no, you don't even ask. You just look <laughs> and see in Miami, Florida, the home team, usually that's the one you get. And then you get a void. Well, okay. I want the other one. And then someone like you comes up and says, give me the Red Hawks. And a writer looks at you like, what did you say? I don't even know who the Red Hawks are. Right. You put it in the rundown, and I was like, this is good. You're supposed to dif- differentiate between the two. Yeah. But this is the, the Hurricanes, right? We're going with the U here. This is done. Boom. 
Yeah. You're going it up. I think central Michigan against Michigan state down to 13 and a half after a 14 and a half open money on the Chippewas. Are you comfortable laying double digits over two scores with a big 10 team after watching that debacle last night? You need to get your damn head checked. If you're betting the Spartans tonight, I need to know either one, what year you graduated or two. Are you high? I can't see this. Can we put all that on a t-shirt? <laughs> I have two questions for you. Are you what years you graduate? Are you high? Yeah. I need you. Gra- I don't I need two it. things from you. Graduation year and a check. I, I saw Spell 14 check. and a half last night. I couldn't bet it fast enough. I was like, you got to be kidding me. I was like, I love, really? I, I love the Chippewas. Central Michigan's was like, I love betting them last year. I, they're a fun Mac. Are they school. bringing a lot of guys back? I have no yes. idea. Yes. One of the top, they're one of the top returning teams in all of college football with experience. Times that game tonight. I think it's seven o'clock. Oh, let me see. So uh, many of these kids who play and a half 45 is a total dog play. Yeah. I'm on, I'm on 14 and a half. Uh, it's down to 13 and a half. Once it, once it crossed, it got underneath 14. I forget right. it, but I got, I got 14 and a half, 14 okay. last night. Um, it's wild to me because every kid basically who's from the state of Michigan, who plays for CMU wanted to play either for Michigan or Michigan state. This is their super bowl. This is, you have a chance to knock off a big 10 team on the road. I'm not sure they win the game, but I got to over two touchdowns. I don't think they lose by three scores. No guys in the chat, watching the show crowds building roll call Friday starts in 30 minutes from 30 right minutes. now. So just yeah. be ready to go. But uh, the boys in Atlantic city just joined the show. Billy Schwime, Hi. Mike Carlin. I do the show with them on Saturday mornings. They said to say hello. What's up? We're going to do a live show from the book. They talked to me about us coming out there to AC. At the AC. I don't know if you've been to Atlantic City, but I told you this. My first, I, I stuck in the AC all the time when I was 18, 19, and 20. The statue of limitations is gone. So it's phenomenal. I walked, oh, yeah, into, I walked into Trump. I walked into Taj Mahal. I walked into right off the boardwalk. It was great. Yep. I, I just watched the security guards and scooted right through. It was, it was awesome. <laughs> oh, yeah. It was phenomenal. So they're, they're, they're just, they joined the show, but, um, I have boys been, and I girls in the chat. Are you laying or taking, all right, when's we'll, we'll Michigan Bor- state or have central, you, by Michigan. the way, have you been to the Borgata? No, oh, I have not. oh, I've only been there once. You, I have yeah. not been to the Borgata. I'm like you, I'm, ocean city and the Borgata uh, ocean city wasn't open when I was down there, but I want to go to ocean city and I went to Borgata once. I want to go, I, I want to go ocean check city, it out again. New Jersey. No, the, the property. Oh, oh, oh. The, there's a casino oh, down there. We went up Ocean City with me and the, the girls to you know, put our feet in the sand and walk the boardwalk and do all that stuff. That's where I found the hat guy. Nice. It's great. But um, boys and girls in the chat right now, Michigan State, just put Mish State or Central Mish. CMU. Yeah, CMU. That's yeah. good. Who do you got? 14 and uh, let's use 14 as the number. I let's have 14 and a half. That's fine. We'll use 14 as the number. That's the current number right now. There's some 13 and a halves. Who do you got? I think we're going to get more dogs in in the chat. I think more people are going to say the dog. We we have a smart chat. Talk to me about this line. This is one of the largest line moves of the week. Hawaii was catching 10 and a half points. Now they're catching three. It's a bad number at the beginning. Shouldn't have been that high. It was seven, two days ago. That's a more reasonable number, but obviously the 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 sharp market or the parallelograms or the rhombuses, I can't keep track. They all yeah. have that. They all have a Y. Yeah, I'm on Stanford. Are you? 
Give me minus three. Give me the Pac-12 yeah. school. I think it's actually a benefit that, that Stanford hasn't played a game yet because Hawaii played six days ago in Nashville. They played a game like inside of a week and playing two games yeah. and they had to fly back from Nashville and there's game tape on them. And I know new coach at Stanford. We don't know much about Stanford. They were awful last year. They were horrible against the spread last year. I'm just taking the better football team from a player perspective. It's, you know, Emmett Smith's kid is the starting running back for Stanford. It's a three. It's minus three. Emmett Smith's kid. EJ Smith, I think his name is. Yeah. That's that. Is playing for Stanford. I just think they run the football. I mean, I don't think it's going to be a great game, but I don't think Hawaii, Hawaii gave up a ton of yards to Vanderbilt. Their offense got going late when Vandy kind of took their foot off the gas a little bit and they came back. I was on Hawaii at plus 17 and a half. Right. But I don't think they win the game. Lines three. Um, I don't know. Everything I've heard talk to people. I saw a little bit of why in game one. I like why I think I watched the game out. Everyone's on Hawaii. I'm, I'm fading it. I'm going against it. It's too much group thing for me on this because I think it's, it's a power. It's Stanford's still a PAC 12 school. There's still a power. There's still a power. They are. I just like, you see the first time coaches and uh, you just, I, I hesitate laying the points on the road, especially over there. I think Friday the emotion night, got, Hawaii think night. The emo- that's why that's <laughs> why Lucas was wearing the Hawaii stuff. He had a hat on that he got at the Notre Dame Hawaii game. He actually yeah. went to see Notre Dame play in Hawaii. Just sent me a text. So he loves the Hawaii Friday night. Everyone's on Hawaii. This is the thing, but I think this is gonna be a tired football team. I think Stanford late pulls away. Tight game, right. and then Stanford pulls away because they haven't played. And I think they're just the bigger bodies and they, I think the, the travel and I think the fact that they're playing, you know, a game, two games in six days, not easy. Right. You're playing an SEC school on the road, turning yep. around, coming home to pick on a team. Stanford's been sitting I mean, there. Vanderbilt is an SEC team by Nate. No, Nate they're still, an, they're an SEC team. Regardless, they're still an SEC team. Oh, just, when you talk about them in the SEC, they're, they're always like the, they just benefit from being in the SEC. They get, I mean, their season wins is three. <laughs> Come on. The best lines, you know, if you ever talk to a Vanderbilt player, the best lines is what they'll tell you that they have that they say to the other teams when they're losing in the pile. <laughs> it's really funny. What what the Vanderbilt when they're win, when Vanderbilt's winning when Van, the other teams No, when Vanderbilt's it? getting beaten down by oh. in Auburn, in Alabama, a Tennessee. Oh, what they say inside the inside oh really the scrum when the oh. game's like 41 nothing uh-huh <laughs> they'll say like enjoy this now because you'll be working for me in two years <laughs> like, like, like they just say really like smart, <laughs> smart guy witty humor that's what they give you they say it to them all the time of like enjoy this now because later i'm your boss right I'll remember that. I'll remember what's <laughs> happening right now when you're selling, you're selling insurance for me in a couple of years. It's too good. It's like, Oh my gosh. It's like, those are the burns that you're like, all right, that's not bad. <laughs> that's pretty good. Yeah. Uh, all right. Let's get to games on Saturday, North Carolina, South Carolina, Charlotte total opened at 60 and a half. Now it's 64 and a half. Any chance this game goes under? I don't think so. Right. No, I don't think so. I mean, unless there's drive stalled or missed field goals and all that other stuff, like both teams are scoring high 20s minimum. So right. we're getting, we got to get in the 30s and we should be good. 
Yeah, I can't I wait know. to watch Drake May. I can't wait to watch the Harbor Kid for South Carolina. I can't wait to watch. This is this is where I'm at Saturday night. This game, I, I've circled this game for a month and a half. I cannot wait for this game. I have over South Carolina wins at six. So if they win, I'm good. I got Drake May over 3150 passing yards. Let's go with a shootout. Let's put a big yardage. Right. Drake May 18 to one to win the Heisman. Let's go, Drake May putting up four touchdowns. Let's go 45-40 final. That would be fun. Let's go. <laughs> that would be fun. Yeah, I will have this one on record. I have plans on Friday night or Saturday night. You know that. So I won't be able to see this live. Mm. But I have a feeling this is going to be one of the best games of the day on Saturday. I hope it is. I think South Carolina is live to win the game. Agreed. And I think both teams trade scores uh, all the way up to the fourth quarter. So yeah, it should be fun. UMass is down to 35. Stop the nonsense. Here we 39 go. and a half was the open. Yeah. It's down to right. 35. It stopped yeah. at 35. It looks like 35 is the basement. Yeah, that's I okay. have two plays in this. I have plus 38 and I have plus 36 and a half. Really? I have two numbers on this game with UMass. Auburn wins by points? 40. You how can't. many points is UMass going to score? Be wrong. I think the final score is going to be somewhere in the neighborhood of 40 to 10. Okay. That that's gets what, you to cover. That's what I think the final score is going to be. Mm. I don't know if Auburn gets more than 40 points. You better hope UMass gets 10. Oh, I think they're getting 10. I think UMass is going to score 10 points. Yeah. I think one, one touchdown, one field goal. Yeah. One touchdown, one field goal. Yeah. That's what I, th- I think UMass will, will get that against Auburn. Probably they may get it in scrub time, but I think they're going to get it. Okay. Um. Does Auburn call off the dogs if they're if they're um up? I don't know first year head coach I don't no. know probably not at home probably no. not because there's not going to be many good days for Auburn yeah but I could see them having a difficult time against Don Brown's defense putting up fifty points yes so I think forty is a good number and I think UMass will keep it I think they'll lose by thirty so I have. You know, they can lose by 35 and I win two bets. 40 to three, 41 to three would be very interesting. That's good. The right numbers. So that would be be very interesting. I have a feeling we'll be talking about this one on Monday or (laughs) uh, trading text on Saturday that it's amazing how the number could fall between the 39 and the 35. Probably so. Here's my question. If UMass loses by any less than 28 points, I'm going to be ecstatic. They can lose by if they can lose by less than four scores. What the hell kind of that's unbelievable. If they can go to Auburn on the plains, go down there and have it even be remotely competitive. Big opportunity for UMass. They got winnable football games coming down the pike. <laughs> It'll be fun. I mean, they're already well, I just need one more to God go over forbid their This team would ever get to a bowl game. That's the guts I'm talking about. Oh Lord. I mean, it's not insane. It would actually like be excited by that. Hell yeah. They play Miami of Ohio at home. The Red Hawks. Then they play Eastern Michigan on the road. Lose, lose. Okay. Then they play. Nah, I don't know about that. Lose, then, lose. I, then they play, they play New Mexico at home. I should win that game. There's Arkansas your, there's State at home. Over. Oh, they could win that game too. We get a Toledo, three. Toledo at home. They're not beating Toledo next. I don't know. They could maybe. And then they play at Penn State. No chance. At Army. 
home for Merrimack. Merrimack. At Liberty, that's where my hometown, right. and that's where my brother went in North Andover. 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 At, at Liberty and home against UConn. <laughs> Rivalry game. They ain't beating UConn. November twenty fifth. I'm telling you this. No I way. may, I, I may, I may actually have to figure something out. I don't know. Depending on where we are with the practice service and what's going on and everything else over Thanksgiving, I may have to go home for that game. If UMass could win, could beat UConn to get to a bowl game, and I could be present. To MF UConn to their face. Nobody wants to see that. <laughs> I have to do this. Nobody needs this has to, to see be that. done. It it's phenomenal. Not. Go decked out my UMass gear on oh, Thanksgiving God. on the Friday after Thanksgiving. Oh my! God. Are you kidding me? You know what's fun that would be to be there in Amherst to watch. Go stay with my brother. Take Madeline to her first college football game. It's going to be cold, quote unquote, college football. It's kind of a college football game. <laughs> In name only, college football. What's wrong with you? <laughs> it's not really a college football game. I don't think yeah, it's not a college football game. It's not. It's, it's not. It's, yeah. man, they oh, look man. like football players. The chat They're, wants to know if you're high. They want to know if you're high. What year I'm did you graduate and are you high? I'm high on life. <laughs> I'm excited. It's <laughs> football. It's phenomenal. Friday, Saturday, Sunday. I'm going to bet baseball until next Tuesday. It's great. I'm in love with it. God. Your team is now 20 and a half point favorites against Western uh, West Virginia. How yes. high is too high? Well, it's going to peak at 21. And that's it. That's yeah. the top. I think so. I was down at the South Point this morning. Saw Chris and Minnie and the boys and stuff. And they're the only 21 on planet Earth. Wow. And, uh, I said, anybody bet West Virginia with you yet? He said, nope. <laughs> I said, okay, just curious, you know, because I knew it was 21. So we'll see the totals coming down a uh -oh. lot. I mean, there's a couple places down south that they're 48 and a half. With a 21-point line, wow. Opener was 53. How many so, points will West Virginia score? That's you, you, you've actually solved the Rubik's cube. If you can pick that one up, if you can figure that out, 17, but that's the number. There you go. If they can get 17, it might go over. If they get, I think they got to get 17 to get over 38, 17 is what I don't want to hurt your not, head. Not a cover. 38, 17 is 55. Yeah. Oh, oh, for a total perspective. For the total. Okay. Yeah. That gets you over to the initial number. Yeah, that's 21. It's on the number right now. <laughs> Recover. Correct. That's that's where it's at. So if you're looking. But West Virginia's uh, strength, according to Behow yep. this week, is their offensive line, right? Correct. So could they burn the clock? That's, that's the handicap. That's okay. They're going to run the ball. Limit a possession or two less than Penn State would ideally like to have. Keep the game short. Game goes under. That's exactly see. There is a the value, game. but the only thing is there is a value for Penn State to blow the doors off West Virginia. Oh, we're going for it. You want to talk about excited? This well, not even that. There's a recruiting standpoint where you're all of it. You're recruiting against the same region, so you yeah. want to knock their teeth in. Yeah. You don't. You don't want anybody to even think about going to West Virginia. Come on. I mean, if you're thinking about the two, it's pretty obvious stuff. It is, but you're, I mean, look, playing time's playing time. 
So playing time is playing time. So. And big, you know, West Virginia's in a Big Twelve, so that's so, there, yeah. There's no decent school. There's an incentive for James yeah. Franklin to hang a number. It's always an incentive to hang a number on a rival like this. Yeah. So yeah. I I lean I lean Penn State to lay the, lay the points with Penn State. Ohio State is a thirty and a half point road favorite against hate, a Big Ten team. Hate this game. You hate this game. Well, again, this is one of my this is one of my math problem things. It's. 30 it's down to 30 okay but the total's 59 i mean can can indiana score (laughs) again right good question yes 10 did i score more than 10 i don't know i'm gonna say yes they're at home how many touchdowns i have ohio state scoring six touchdowns right Okay. When I look at it, it's 42, maybe a field goal, 45. What do we got to get? We got to get 14. We got to get more than 14 to get to 60. 45, 14. Huh. So, you know, there's there's a procedure to doing these lines. And here's the problem. Start he, here, here, I don't here, know. Here's the problem. Ohio State's going to play both quarterbacks. They're not taking the foot off the gas. <laughs> they're playing they're playing both quarterbacks. So right. they'll run the score up. Oh, Jay Dow bets Ohio State team total. There you go. What is it? If you see find if somebody in the chat find the Ohio State team total. That's probably I feel better about that play than I do about 59 and a half is the total is, is the total is the game total. Yep. It's probably uh, is it 42? Ohio State is 44 and a half. 44 and a half. I still got it. I didn't even look. 44 and a half. So they're saying 14 points for Indiana. Can they get to 17? They get to 17. They go over their team total. What about betting under or over the team total for Indiana? That's 13 and a half. Okay. So how, how do you feel about Ohio State's defense? It's Ohio I mean, it's, State. I mean, there's a lot of question marks about the offense and the two quarterbacks. And yeah, but it's Ohio State. Stuff. I mean, they got they have a defense. They have five stars everywhere. It's Ohio State. Like Indiana's going to have a tough time at home. Yeah, at home. Oh, yeah, yeah. Just give me the Ohio State team total. That's what I feel most confident about. Wow, Chris Auto, our friend yeah. PSU Auto. You know, yeah. it's a big day, right? Penn State yeah. opens. He'll be at his anniversary dinner during the PSU West Virginia game. Happy anniversary, Chris. Yeah, that's phenomenal. That's great. Uh, a couple quick ones before we do roll call Friday. Yep. Virginia at Tennessee in Nashville. Neutral site game. I'm only bringing this up because you have obviously a Tennessee team. Hooker's gone, but the kid that Hooker beat out is the is the quarterback now for Tennessee. In Nashville, Virginia's been bad. Balls might throw a number up here. 27 and a half. The total's 56. Oh, I'm just getting, I'm getting my head hurts because we had a rule in the book. You couldn't parlay or tease a game where the point spread in a total total had to be three times the point spread. Oh, it's correlated. Never comes into play most weeks except this week because you're so high you can't make the total in a game 70. So you got 27 and 56. And I just immediately, my head went, oh, 
I had to go through in the software and click no teasers, no parlays. We had a guy that was his job. And when he missed it, we'd be sitting there watching the ticker and somebody at some location was parlay <laughs> side and total Tennessee and over Tennessee and over. It's a correlated parlay. If Tennessee covers the spread, most likely the game goes over, especially the first halves. If you can find anywhere that lets you do the first half side. Because sometimes that's a different button to click. If you guys are watching a show in sports books, my consulting fee, just reach out sports B cake and sig. I'll let you I'm know. Gonna, hold on. We'll try right now. Let's see. Yeah, uh, you what? probably won't be able to do first half side of total, but if you can, Let's those see. are good. Uh, let's know, there's see. no end of game chicanery. You get the starters the whole first half. So this first half spread is 14 and a half. Yep. And the first let's half go. points is 29 and a half. And you, let's see. Um, well, according to FanDuel, you can do it. Hmm. It's a plus 178 parlay. There you go. Tennessee minus 14 and a half over 29 and a half in the first half. Oh boy. Is a plus 178 parlay. <laughs> Sometimes just remember me when you speak with me. Just, 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 just speak. So what you need, you need 28, seven or 28, three. Sounds pretty legit to me. Tennessee's going to score what? Six touchdowns. Three oh, and a half minimum. Oh, yeah. Yeah, for sure. Six touchdowns times yeah. seven is forty-two. So Fanda lets you do it. If you want to jump in on that, you can do you can do that if you'd like. All right. Uh two quick baseball ones before we get to roll call Friday. Yes. Freed against Urias tonight. Dodgers are home dogs again. Totals eight and a half. Yeah, what part don't you understand? The Braves are better baseball team right now. Yeah, but they lost last night eight seven. It was they came back from behind. You have Arias going tonight. It's a big game for the Dodgers. Gigantic game for the Dodgers. I like the Dodgers tonight. I think that I think the market's going to agree with you as we get okay. closer to game time. Nothing's happened yet with that, but because yeah. everyone's betting uh, football, no one's betting baseball. It's off the radar screen. It's true. Wetzel asked us yesterday when we were on the show, "What well, what is the handle like?" I mean, there's not even anyone in the book that even asks about it. No. <laughs> you don't even need to put the sheets out. You don't even. Need, <laughs> it's like it's over. That's it. Yeah. Like no, you no buried the Red Sox a couple of days ago. For a lot of people, baseball Goodbye. is buried until the playoffs. Further notice. No September baseball betting. Who do you like? I like the Braves. Again. Okay. Right. Baltimore is a road favorite against Arizona tonight. What a weird matchup to be right? having now in September. But it's a big series for both. Gigantic. Both need it. Wow. I didn't look at the line until just now. Okay. I assumed I I I assumed that the Arizona would be favored by now. Wow. Uh Davies at home? Uh-huh. Other way? No. It's it's well, it's coming what? down. There's a couple okay. places that are minus 113, minus 115. I I like Arizona at first blush. I can't I have believe no they I, I Baltimore on the road scares me, so I don't know. That's what I mean. Like yeah. this is, I I get Arizona tonight. Uh, what's the pitching matchup tomorrow? They're not listed. This is a hard time of year. You want to talk about? There's a game with both teams having an undecided pitcher. I forget which one it is, but there's undecided. <laughs> undecided. I was like, oh, those are first. Neither team knows who they're throwing. Cubs and Reds game two. They're playing a doubleheader today. 
all right. No one they're like, ah, oh, yeah. I, I, I told, I told, uh, I told Bromo camp this morning, Cubs, big, big, big game, big series, Cubs, Reds all weekend. You would, there's some good baseball series this weekend. That'll get lost in the shuffle between some of these things. But, um, yeah, undecided, undecided. Time who for roll you, call Friday. Who do you take in undecided? Uh, I don't know. All right, guys, we need you right now. Put in your area code, three-digit area code, where you're at. Now, I went through, I was while you were talking before, I mean, some of the cities were all over the place. I mean, we are talking different places, new places, old places. Please put your area code right now. Oh. Where you're where you're watching and listening from. What do you got? So if you guys are gonna do the super chat for us to do topics, if there's a football game we didn't touch on that you are curious about, remember we're on the air on Monday. So don't ask us about Clemson Duke because we will get to that on Monday. So don't worry about that breakdown, that handicap. But any game on Sunday, any game on Saturday, you have a question of you can do a super chat. We'll get to it during bonus time once we're done here on Sports Grid in about 25 minutes. Excellent. Um, all right. So I'll do these names and, and area codes. Uh, well, it's starting to flow already. Let me rewind it back here. Flowing was going crazy. It was going nuts. This is, yeah. this is fun guys. I mean, we really, I can't <laughs> thank you nuts. guys enough. Watching it. Thank you enough. When we first started doing this show, is this show number 420, by the way, uh, tomorrow, I think, I think Monday, Monday is 420. Yeah. Cause I have it bookmarked. Okay. Cause you know, I, I got to come in with some fun stuff. I can't wait. <laughs> I don't. And we're not on sports grid either. And, and so there's no need. We can do whatever we want. It would be great on Monday. So like Monday would be like a full BVB bonus time. Maybe. I don't know. <laughs> oh boy. Make it loose and have to warn the people. All right. So but yeah, I remember the beginning. Yeah. Well, uh, yeah. Monday is 420. Monday. How did okay. you know that? That's pretty good. Monday's show 420. I have been waiting for that for uh, i've been counting since we <laughs> did show 400 i've been like five right. five five <laughs> so it was either today or monday so that's right. good to know but no i remember when we started this thing and there was a couple people in the chat that was like you know our kids and right. a couple other people and started watching it now literally to see the growth and in, in, in the excitement is is just fantastic so i, I but, feel very justified because i told somebody this was going to happen in terms of the time we needed. And I remember having meetings every Tuesday where I had to sit there and the person would say to me, are the numbers what you thought it was going to be? Are the numbers what you thought it was going to be? And I was like, yeah. And they're going to be a lot better very soon. You just got to give us the time to build the audience up. Don't worry about that. Yeah. But I, I, I thought it would grow faster. What from scratch with no help and us building it on our own backs, that, that, that type of thing. Oh, right. It will happen. Relax. So I feel very justified that we've got a hundred people, you know, concurrently watching this show at the moment. Uh, yes, sir. Joel Onler, three one nine. JPC the fourth, three one three. Whitrock also in the three one nine, which is Iowa. Ross Randall nine seven eight. Jimmy Jack four Ks five eight five. Andy O in the eight six four. I have no idea where eight six four area code is. Never seen it before. Thank you for being here, Andy. Francisco Ochoa, my guy. Packers, 760 area code. Eron Sean, 703. Jay Buck, 603. Hold it down back there, son. Keep going. Keep breathing. Keep showing up. 
um, Rainmaker 412. Be picking this guy up in five days. He'll be in Vegas. I don't know if Vegas is ready for the bread men and Rainmaker Lou, but we're going to have some fun. Those boys are bringing it. I'm telling you right now. And they're coming to sign up for the contest, too. Let's go. Big Business 361, Three Rivers, Texas. He's already signed up for the contest with the Brigade Proxy Service. We've made a friend. We've made a Texas Ranger fan who says that the Texas Rangers aren't even going to make the playoffs. How times change quickly. Mikey Awesome 757 ODU. JC from KC 216 Cleveland, Ohio. In a very nice 77 degrees in Cleveland today. Enjoy that. Uh, Johnson is 724, which is another area code in Pittsburgh. Uh, Ventura 226 and a 661 Santana. Staying cool down in the 928 Yuma, Arizona. CBW in the 315, and I believe that's upstate New York. Can't remember for sure, but I believe that's what it is. Pierre Chevalier, 613 Ottawa. There's our guy, Sebas, Sebastian Anthony in the four-digit area code, 2153 Sydney. Australia. Very cool. Good evening to you, sir, on Saturday. Is it good morning or good evening? I think it's, I think they're whole like 18 hours ahead, no? I don't know. Take your word for it. Yeah. Uh, Well, Sebastian, will have to tell us what time it is there. Aiden Thomas, 806 Lubbock, Texas. Hangster V in the 519 Windsor, Canada. That boy D214, Andy Caston. Is in 615 today. Andy's always jumping around. Andy's in a lot of different places. Brandon S702. You know where that's at, right here mm-hmm. in Vegas. Yes, Roger man. Long, 765. Matthew Bonvey. What's up? 519 Windsor, Ontario. He's working and listening, having fun. Is this Coos? There's five O's in that thing. A C and an S with five O's in the middle. All vowels, by the way. Y is still not a vowel. <laughs> 404 in the ATL. Chef Benny, 973 Olive, New Jersey for a wedding. Oh. Who has a wedding on Labor Day weekend? That's a big ask right there. But that's good. Enjoy yourself, sir. Deuce Daily, 603 Wyndham, New Hampshire. You know where that's at? Wyndham, yeah, of course. Yep. Okay. Our boy, that's right up by where our, our guy Steve is. Oh, is it? In Wyndham, New Hampshire, yeah. Okay. John Serrett with two Ts. Actually, got two Rs and two Ts. 603, or no, he's in 304. Pardon me, Oak Hill, West Virginia. Um, Bonvey's actually in the 902 Halifax today. Oh, nice. My man's all over Canada. Man, oh, man. Santiago Garza, 970 Grand Junction in the house. TP, are you with me? Question mark up in the 206 Seattle, the home of the Seattle Mariners, who may this may be their year. And if that happens, might come back up there. This is like the Seattle model of the BVB lid, which we're working on as well. Shady Iwa Beach Bum 805, Arroyo Grande, California, in the Central Coast. CBW is in the 315 Oswego, New York. Marcelo Unda. Unda? Did he change his name to the Unda because we say Unda or Overda? Over That's the, pretty under, good. I don't know. Under, under He's in the 504. Jade Albets, 410, St. Michael's, Maryland. There's Linus, Linus, Crimmage, 705, 
Aurelia, Ontario. Ooh. Arctic is in the 402 Omaha. Ducks. Side note, Nebraska is a volleyball school. <laughs> we will be Wisconsin. We will beat Wisconsin in that sport. Oh, yes, there. you will. Yeah, they, Absolutely. They football. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Ryan Garber, 574. Rue Sooner, 1. 712. Where in the hell is 712? I've never seen that. Um, I don't know. JPC to fourth. All right. Labor Day is 420. Sharpie underscore RW 303. Iowa. 712 is Iowa. We're really expanding this thing in Iowa. How about this that? That's great. It, he, he might be in Council Bluffs, so he might actually be in Omaha. Really? Well, because Council Bluffs is across the river. It's a different area code, different state, but it's part of the DMA for Omaha. So sounds very confusing. Yeah. Akbar Soloev. I never say Akbar's last name, but I always go, Akbar, my guy, because that's what he does on the Twitter. He's always here in the 703 Nova, Northern Virginia, that yeah. is. Uh, Geo to Wops here. Hello What's to up? Geo and the boys. 949 Newport Beach gearing up for a big weekend. Hopefully the boys don't have any basketball games and Geo can enjoy the college football games. Uh Boy, oh boy. Well, there's a super chat there. Big business just came in with one. Yep. We'll do the super chats at the BVB bonus time, correct? Are you keeping yep. track of this? I got them all. All right. James H780. Uh, wow, this is great. Woodruff, South Carolina, 864. That's where Andy O is. 516 Long Island, New York. We got Eric Prezano. We got Ian. This is great. I love the Eric's, the 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 E the E names. Chris Covey, 843 in Darlington, South Carolina right now, though. Um, the Juice, big part of the show, big part of the chat. Thank you, sir. He's in the 480, Scottsdale, Arizona. It's a nice day in the desert, 88 degrees there. Uh, let's see. Konowinski showing up in the 260, Fort Wayne, Indiana. A lot of people in Indiana watch the show, too. Mm-hmm. Really appreciate you guys. Tim Bradshaw, Peoria, Illinois in the house. Did not put the... Um, area code, so I can't say it. It is 5 a.m. in the morning in Melbourne, Australia. Nancy Bass, you get up early too. Watch the show. We appreciate you, man. PB941, Venice, Florida. He's doing good. They got some heavy rain. All is good. Hurricane's fine. Him and Mrs. PB doing well. Haven't seen a picture of you on the Twitter lately, sir, with the BVB hat on. Please post one of those when you get a chance. Uh, Timmy Bradshaw's in the 309, Peoria, Illinois. Sports Avengers 724, Sharon, Pennsylvania. Go Bucks. They're winning today. Don't worry about it. It's Keller Day today. Um, that looks like it's it. Arctic and the uh, 712, not claimed by Omaha. Not allowed that. Oh. 712 is not allowed to be claimed by Omaha. So he must be north or south. He must be up by Sioux City or down by by Missouri. So okay. Or Kansas. Yeah. Okay. I should forget where Iowa. Iowa's. What, what are they touching to the I south? This it's Kansas. No, it's Kansas. Kansas. Because I was I was the hat for Missouri, right? Is that what they say? I've yeah. never heard. Right? Yeah. <laughs> Iowa's the hat for Missouri, right? And then Kansas is right there because Nebraska is on top of Kansas, right? How the geography works. I think that's right. I, I think that's right. All right. Time for 32 teams and 32 shows. It's time for the Chargers. This good dude. Wolf Love this guy. I don't know. He looks like Love this guy. 
He looks like a weirdo. Circa Million, Circa Survivor going on this weekend. We're going to be busy. You guys get down to Circa to sign up. You must be in person to do this. Eight million plus for Survivor. Five million, sorry, six million plus for Circa Million. Five picks per week. One pick per week for Survivor. You got to pick the, a, a different team every week, though, that wins and advances to Survive and Advance. This team... The L.A. Chargers, team of the day today. Chargers win total nine and a half. It is juiced to the over at minus 125. Last year, they won 10 games. Justin Herbert and company goes 10 and seven. Reasons to be excited. There hasn't been a massive injury yet, Dave. This is amazing. They haven't lost one of their key players yet. This is This is amazing. Just jinxing the whole thing right now, right? The season hasn't even started. You're already <laughs> talking about the injuries. Watch what well, happens in a game one. There goes Herbert out six weeks. Done. We haven't seen one yet, so the Chargers haven't been charging yet. Justin Herbert looks like he's ready to become a real MVP candidate. Reasons to be concerned. Well, the head coach is the head coach. Brandon Staley is just not a good head coach. Team can't stay healthy like we know, and the division is going to be a grind. One of the best divisions in all of football like we know with the Raiders, Chiefs, and Broncos in the AFC West. Mm-hmm. Okay, let's get to the schedule for the LA Chargers. Let's see if we can find 10 wins for the Chargers. I'm not sure we're going to be able to, but maybe. The folks at USA Today are picking the Chargers to go 7 and 10, by the way. So just 7 and 10. 7 and 10. Can you bet with them? No, not no. yet, at least. Book book USA Today. Probably only yeah. a matter of yeah. time before that USA Today. Today. Maybe, then maybe we can say, more. hey, the paper line says this. We'll go bet with the paper. Now you can. Miami at home, the opener on the 10th of September. Win. I would agree. At Tennessee. Early start. I think they go there and win. I would so, agree. I'm down on the Titans. Vikings on the road. Agreed. Vegas at home. Win. So it's a three and one start when they get to the bye. Boy, these teams with the bye week in the fifth week, that sucks for them. It does. Because guess what they have afterwards? Dallas at home and at Kansas City. Monday night football. Extra day on the bye. They have an extra bye. They're winning that game against Dallas. They're losing at KC. Agreed. Beat Chicago, right? At home? Yep. Five. Yep. At New York Jets. That's a Monday night game on the road in New York. Lose. I'll say so. Yeah. I'll I'll, I'll give it to the the Jets. Home for the Lions. This is the Charger Charger game. This is the one they mess up. Really? Detroit. Yeah. Detroit will go there and win. They're not supposed to. Yes. Detroit will win. So I stick with five. I have six. At Green Bay. They'll go there and win. Then after that, six. I have a loss. Home for Baltimore. Oh, this this might be the oh. loss. No, I have a loss. Oh, all right, loss. All right, so I'm stuck on six. I have six at New England. Loss. They're going there, winning seven. Loss. Home for Denver. They'll split the Denver game, so they win this one. Eight. I won seven at the Raiders. Oh, they're coming here and winning nine. Loss. Home for Buffalo. Nope. Loss. At Denver. Nope. Win. I'll I'll be beating Denver. I'll have you have nine. I have eight. I have nine. Home for home for Kansas City. Oh. In a game that may mean something to them and not to Kansas City and all that other nonsense. Yep. It's nine or ten. Yep. 
What's the total? What's the number? The, the actual nine and a half juice of the over. To the over? Yep. Jeez. I again. Would you in so so let's do this. So if we're gonna do this contest, contest uh, what do Westgate, we do? If 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 you're gonna do it, nine and a half, what do you do? I First say bet is under because everyone's gonna bet over. There's gonna be teams where me and you're gonna have to go all right, one, two, three. Over or under. <laughs> but we're seriously when we do this, when we fill this thing out, we're gonna have to do that on like seven or eight of the teams. Because a lot of the teams are one way are coin flips. It's right? literally a game. Yeah, like it's it's a just like it's just a just a coin flip. Well, listen, the chat is lively. It's just still a big crowd in here. Charger season wins nine and a half over to or under to. I, right I think we'll get under. more. I think we'll get more over this. I would agree with you. I think that's why I think Although in, if in they the like content, the show and they watch the show, they might say, well, maybe Dave and Matt are right, but then maybe we're wrong. I don't know. Yeah, we'll see. Before we let go of our friends at Sports Grid here for the long yep. weekend. But again, we're on Monday. I don't know if Sports Grid is going to replay us, but we will be live on Monday. If you're watching this on Friday or Saturday on Sports Grid, we will be live on Monday, Labor Day, around a 1.30 Eastern time start for the show on Monday. Brigade Proxy. Pro Football Story of the Day. If you guys are coming to Vegas for Labor Day weekend, you want to be signed up for the contest and use the Brigade Proxy Service, 702-570-8255. Please text us. We're going to be down there a lot Saturday, Sunday. I plan on just basically my whole weekend, I'm going to hang out at Circa and just be a part of it and yep. see who we can sign up and who we can be a part of. So yep. 702-570-8255. We told you about this a couple of weeks ago, but the NFL slot machines called the Super Bowl Jackpot they have currently been installed on the East Coast and they are making their way this month, next basically the next two weeks, all over the country. The NFL slot machines will be at a casino near you. The irony of the whole thing just has me. I just don't get it. But listen, I was walking around at the Venetian yesterday and I saw mm. the Yahoo Sportsbook powered by William Hill. And right next to the book, they had machines that were F1. Oh. <gasps> They had oh, aristocrat really? gaming. They were still covered in plastic you know, awnings, plastic, okay. like so you couldn't play them. Okay. You can't see what they are underneath it. It was a cloth covering, but they are labeled F1 official aristocrat gaming sponsored whatever slot machines. They're going to be racist. There's a I could see a big screen underneath it. So they're going to do something with the drive. And I I already know. Wow. But yeah, they're just making slot machines of everything, man. So why not NFL ones? Right? The Super Bowl. I machine. really want to go play the Mario Kart one. <laughs> I just want to see what it's like. Do I actually get drive? Do I drive a slot machine? Is it a video game? How is it a slot machine? I'm actually kind of curious. I mean, I'm surprised. Why don't we we should have video games for money. Like you should have, you should have the ability to play a video game. And if you get a high score, you win a certain number of dollars. This is called skill gaming, based. Is it skill? Not? No, but I mean like an actual like machine where I go up, I put $5 in. That's my bet. I'm going to, I name my score. I got to beat my score. I don't beat my score. I lose. If I do, I double it. Here are the odds. I get to go ahead and pick whatever odds I want to go. Double it, triple it, quadruple it. Algorithm figures it out. And then I get to go play the game and it kicks out whatever I win or lose. Were you a big arcade kid? Hell Yeah. The arcade was the best place oh. to go and hang out with your friends for the longest time. There's a place called Playland at Penn State. Yeah, you go with a roll of quarters and blow three hours and talk trash and back and forth. Look, the best, the cheapest, most fun, family friendly thing in Vegas is the Pinball Hall of Fame here it's in the town. The best, I love that place. If you guys don't 
when you come to town, if you, if you bring the kids, the pinball hall of fame is not, it's not marketed all that well, but it's unbelievable. You can literally walk in with 10 bucks and you will spend four hours. They've got bubble hockey, the greatest arcade game of all time. It's the, it's so much fun. Every time I go there, I leave going, I'm going to get a bubble hockey game for the the house. And then I go, she's going to kill me. (laughs) I can't, I can't do it. Like if I tell her I'm getting one. Because then the right the only people that'll hard. play is like when you come over. Right. But I'll play for hours though. We still I know. Oh, oh, we'll <laughs> yell at each other, hit that <laughs> yeah. boo button, all that other stuff. It's unbelievable. Oh. USA versus Russia is still the best bubble hockey game that they ever oh. created. It's phenomenal. So, so good. I played it for hours and hours, and you can go there to the pinball hall of fame and play it for 50 cents. 50 cents. You can play it for like 20 minutes. It's unbelievable. That's why the video game thing with casinos, like it won't be 50 cents. It'll be $5. But I should be able to bet though. I should be able to make a play. Like I get to, if it's $5 minimum, fine, but I should be able to bet like five, 10, $20. And then I can go ahead and see what my score is going to be. And I can 10 X, four X, whatever it is, the money. I'm okay with it being that if I have a chance to bet on myself. Sounds like a bad idea. Oh, I think it's a great idea. Sports Grid, thank you for being here. We appreciate each and every one of you. We have more to come with Better to Book It and Bonus Time Story Time with the Super Chat still coming up on YouTube. If you missed any part of it, at Boston versus the book on YouTube to go and watch the full show. But for you guys who are live on YouTube, live on Twitter, you guys are now going to get what we call Bonus Time. All righty. Real quick on Florida. If you're in Florida, you're not getting betting for a long time. <laughs> Just bye-bye. It's not happening. So court cases, court filings. <laughs> I read I read the first paragraph. I was like, well, that's it. They shelf this. For a long time. It's going to be in the courts. If you live in Florida, sorry. Do you yeah. think it's delayed? Like, there's other interests in mind. They're like, File to file to extension, like don't, not yet, because they're letting the rest of this shake out in no. other places. Like it's no, 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 no. I disagree because with that. the it, business isn't what it's all cracked up. Florida is a monopoly. No one wants this legal. If you're in the industry, Florida's got an unbelievable population base. Nobody wants it to be funded to one entity. This is this is one entity. The tribes are going to make all the money and the way that DeSantis wrote it the first time, the tribes get a cut of every bet made everywhere in Florida, not just on the tribal lands everywhere. So that's why this is, I I don't think someone really has a moral obligation to this. Like they're actually going through this whole process of saying like, this is not right, blah, blah, blah. That I think is being funded by the other entities in sports betting. They're saying, yeah, there's no way in hell we're going to allow a top five population state to fund one company, to fund one business practice. No way. So that pact is being challenged for a variety of reasons. If you're a fan duel, why the hell would you ever allow that to happen? Why would you ever be okay with losing oh, billions? No, they, they don't want it to be. I know, but I I think there's just uh, there's something going on there that like that just like California. California didn't want it to go legal, whether they're not ready or somebody said, confuse everybody and just get this extended out again. Because this business is all bullshit. But they they also tried to fund the wrong things with the California bills. 
Like they just, it, it got too many people got involved. It wasn't about betting anymore. It was about homelessness and drug abuse. And it just got well, that's nasty. What I mean, it got called it's, but I just feel like somebody knows like that the business is bullshit. Like it's not a real big earning business. And until they get it right, like I'll just push it off because we've talked about it, Florida, Texas, and California. Mm-hmm. Whoever gets it to go in one of those three states, it's going to change the landscape of this whole thing. Fair. And if they're going to mess it up at the beginning, don't do it at all. all right. And that's that's why, because then it's that then it's all it's all gloves are off once one of those states goes. Because that, I mean, if they would do this the way it's done, the street guys in Florida would thrive. Amen. They're that. the ones that wanted to go that one, right. that one operator route. Right. right. Let them do it. Yeah. Sit back like this. I'll get you a number. Don't worry about it. Yeah. Go ahead, we try got, that. We got you and covered. Once they educate you and do all that, come on over here. You realize what is really going on. It's yeah, it's 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 a very fair point. Bunch of better to book it times to get into here. Hurricanes laying 16 and a half to the Red Hawks tonight, betting it or booking it. I think we got to bet this one. Miami to run over the Red Hawks. I would agree. I don't think Ohio, Miami of Ohio scores more than 14 points tonight. I don't know. Miami has been rough. They ain't been good, good in a while. They've been horrible against the number too. This is that's what I, I'm I think, saying. I like, think I don't know. Gonna, I'm not comfortable. This number this. should be 24. I, I think the number, the reason why it's so low is because I think we're we're getting a benefit of everybody being afraid to bet Miami on a big number. That's why I think oh. this number is so low. Miami, I mean, it's in Miami. It's a home opener. They're gonna kill Miami of Ohio. Like the, their <laughs> offense is, they have no offense. They can't. They have a good defense. They can't score. And Miami's got three NFL players on their defense. I, I think they're going to run them over. I, I, I don't think Miami. Oh. I think Miami scores thirty-five points. I think it's thirty-five ten. Really? Yeah, I think it's that type of score. I think it's a twenty-point win for Miami plus okay. here today. Central Michigan plus fourteen and a half against Michigan State. Betting it or booking it? I think we got to bet this one too. I don't. Yeah, I, I, fourteen hats are gone. Unfortunately, they're fourteens or thirteens and a half now. Yeah, I'm not comfortable laying fourteen and a half with Michigan State. Uh, that's just I have no interest in that. Yeah. So it's dog or nothing. Yeah, I would. I would agree. Stanford minus three against Hawaii. This one, I'd say book. And and again, you you you're going against the number move and all the other stuff. The content people, everybody, a lot of people were telling me about this number when it first came out in the summer and said it's absolutely wrong. They were absolutely right. Yeah, ten and a half. You sit on ten and a half. Absolutely, I would be in love. Even seven and a half, I would be in love. That's what I'm saying. Over a touchdown is good. But this number is the basement. We got all the way down and it hasn't moved in two days now. Yeah, it got to three and it stopped. And I went, okay, so people are betting three. Watch the well. Watch the late, the move. late move on this one. You you'll see a push, one way or the other. If they get off the three, once you get on the three, it's pretty much, especially in the NFL, you just let don't. It, yeah, it takes it. a mountain to move it. So if this moves one way or the other to two and a half or three and a half, that'll be an indicator. But I'll say book it only because what Hawaii did the first game. That doesn't mean anything. It's yeah. just there's trends that the team that didn't play is actually better for them. So. Stanford would be the side. Yep, I would agree with that. UMass plus 36 and a half against Auburn on Saturday. This is a dream for you. 
back-to-back is, UMass wins. If I go 2-0 and betting UMass to open football, it'd be phenomenal. <laughs> it'd be so fun. They ain't, scored, they ain't scoring 10 points. And if they score 10, that still might not be enough. I think Auburn hangs a 50-burger on them. No? Disagree. Don't think so. No. I think you must. Right. Don Brown's like, good luck. Enjoy the game. I will not be watching one second of this unless you text me or I'm sitting next to you at the Circa. Yeah. This oh, will if, actually, if, if UMass is in the game, I'm going to be the loudest oh, prick in the, in the be, book. You're going to be really. I, I, I really, I, I'm actually I'm bringing thinking, earplugs. I need way. to go buy a UMass. I think no, I'm going to go don't. buy a UMass hat today. Good luck wear, finding one of those. I don't know. I might be able to find one or at least overnight on Amazon. I might be able to find one fast. Not That's crazy. The only way you're getting it because there's not a store. You don't think in so? This city. You don't think has, so? Not, not any of the um, stores. I'm I'm around a lot of these stores. I've never seen a seen UMass, UMass anything. Yes. Hmm. We'll so see. You finding a UMass hat in this town would be more surprising to me than them covering. <laughs> Over sixty-four and a half. North versus South Carolina. Are we too late to the party with this number? No, because it may be 85 when it's all said and done. <laughs> it may not matter. Whatever number you hang, it may not matter. 65, we got to get to. Mm-hmm. This is scary, man. 35 30? That's scary? Yeah. That's uh-huh. two perfect trips, essentially, for both teams. Um, I mean, we've seen games in the 40s with both teams before. That's not incredible, impossible. Tennessee played games like that, like the especially last year. with North Carolina. Yeah, I'm overthinking it. Oh, yeah, yeah. They've no I don't defense. know what's in that. 67 might be the oh, okay. stop point, but but 64 and a half. I'm I'm I mean, find 64s. It's even better. Take 64s. Right. Uh, okay. Time for bonus time. Story time from you guys. Let's start. Uh, I'll read them anyway. Yep. Addison, who got his hat today, said 812 en route to the 206, driving with the wife, sporting my new hat. Uh, keep it up with Conowinski while I'm here. Happy roll call Friday, everybody. Have a great weekend. He's meeting uh, up with Conowinski? I guess so. Yeah. The boys, this, this is one of the coolest things. Like Chef Benny met with Lou and the Raymaker crew right. the, the, in Pittsburgh. Yeah. Addison's going to see, he's going to see, I love it. Like guys are meeting and, and we're building this thing. I, I can't wait to take the show on the road. Go ahead. All one on the strip. So that the lids on the strip. Cause he, I thought of you, Matt, maybe there is one to call oh, around. He's got some UMass gear. It'll be phenomenal. Uh, Austin Mack roll call Friday. I understand. I understand how raw around Robin works, but okay. in what situations would you consider using around Robin bet? <laughs> this is so funny. Um, every year this college football season starts I had a guy named we'll, we'll call him the doctor Dr. Doctor Greg okay. who I worked with many years in the book here and he does he does the three team round robin four team round robin by threes and fours every college football weekend one of these days he's going to win a house Literally, cash. Um, dog money lines by threes and then a f- the four. So you pick four teams where you think the dog can win outright. Okay. Put them together. You're round robbing them by the threes and the four. So if you go three and, four, three and one, you cash, cash good. Right. If you go two and two or worse, you yes. don't cash anything. Yeah. That one time you go four and oh. He literally, my guy's going to buy a house. 
definitely a really expensive, like really nice car. Dart throw. Or a house. It's not really a dart throw because I'll tell you what he, I mean, he, he sent it to me. This is so much the, the fun of all this. Um, is so is is just great when the season starts. All it says is the first roundy of the year, and you know there's a plus four twenty five. Wow! But the rest are all you know plus one oh five, plus one fifteen, and plus two oh five. What's the four and oh return? Uh, he just wrote me to he wrote me the teams. Like oh, the, okay. I don't even know. He wrote the game numbers. I don't even know what the teams are. <laughs> We're still using game numbers, old old people. Old school. <laughs> yeah. So I got the four game numbers and the money line prices. So, oh, South Alabama's in there. Uh, Florida State's in there. Oh. Uh, who is that? Houston? 2 1. What, okay. Two, They're one, dogs. Two. Yeah. Really? I guess. Um, Houston's dogs? And then, God, he loves this Wyoming. Wyoming's the big one. That can't be right. Why does he do this? But he's got a round robin on, so he can be wrong on that. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's yeah, yeah. But it. I mean, that's that's if you're right, you're right. If you're wrong, it's not that big of a deal. And then the strategy move there is he has it keyed to a standalone game. So if it gets to that standalone game. He can fade, go to the other side. And guarantee cash. Guarantee yes. to win. Yes. So Houston is an even money play at the moment. Wyoming, oh. Wyoming is plus four fifty. That's the big one. Yeah. What were the other ones? South Alabama. Yeah, two one nine. Game uh, number two one nine. South Alabama against Tulane. Yeah. Wow, he like Tulane's everyone's darling. Yeah, there's a lot of. Uh, I saw SVP and Stanford Steve last night on winners give out South Alabama and said to throw in the money line. Yeah. Okay, so I'll have to pick, poke around and find. Oh, yeah, there, uh, that's SMU, not South Alabama. And I'll find it later. But okay, that's interesting. That's yep. that, that's cool. Um, next question comes from Big Business. With everyone and their mama taking Dion at plus twenty and a half by principle, don't you have to take the frogs at home? Oh, we talked about this a lot. We talked about it last night. We'll probably talk about it tonight on a sports grid when we do it. Um. TCU would be the only side I would play. I I would not take the points. It's an easy pass because I got to see so many question marks, both teams, right? Dion's going to find a way to do what he needs to do to win. You mm -hmm. told me last night he's got a three-year window. I, I would think it would be a little bit longer than that, but if that's his plan, okay. TCU's got a lot of turnover too. They do. I'm not comfortable like oh excited about laying it but i don't want nothing to do with colorado till i see it i gotta see it hold on, hold on. it was houston wyoming south alabama and who florida what state forest state florida state yeah huh it's a it's basically a plus seven thousand for four and oh mark yeah, 70 to one yeah yeah it's pretty good Hundred bucks gets you seven thousand dollars. Not bad. Yeah. So that, yeah if you good. go, so it's twenty five away, because threes and fours are six. Is there six combos? You can. I mean, that's just a four zero. Oh, that's right. a four zero. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's but if you just do a four threes and fours, yeah, threes and fours are way more expensive. I think it's yeah. six bets. So you'd have to do. Yeah. 
Yeah. Well, those 20, are the ones. 20 bucks at 20 bucks at pop six bets. Yeah. Cause you win, right. Cause you cause you, if you go a four and all, you win them all, you win every bet, you win them all. Right. 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 You bring it. Well, if you go comment, three and one with comment. the plus monies, you hit the right plus monies. It can help out. Well, yeah. If you do it 20 bucks away, it's, it's probably every combo is at least 15 to one. So not bad. Yeah, well, that's not bad at all. Yeah. Uh, and then finally, um, what are your thoughts on the Man City game from Francisco Ochoa? Oh, wait, wrong football. I just want to show the support from the 760 <laughs> and in <Inconsumino>. Cosmino. <laughs> there, appreciate that. And Sonic, uh, Sonic says he, he threw a map of the roll call Friday states called out in the Discord channel oh. at, B, at bbbshow.com. So thank you for doing that. I'll check that out once the show is over. That's perfect. Yeah. Favorite thing about today is what? Thank you, everybody, for those uh, super chat questions. That's awesome. We'll do that every single day. Yeah. If you guys want it or as we go through football, that's how you get us to talk about a game that we may not hit on. If you sure. have a question on it, that's yes. how you get it. Throw it out there, both pro and college. Every day you guys can pose those questions. And you can pose other questions too. I mean, yeah, like, right. you know, we had a couple guys coming in just with funny comments and throwing that in there. It's an easy way to see it. I missed it again today because it was focused on the uh, roll call stuff. But thank you, guys. Um, favorite thing about today, I woke up. Literally, like my hair was on fire, but I ain't got no hair. Um, and just started going. It was raining, it was cloudy, it was dark, it was perfect. I got up before the kids, made three phone calls back east at five o'clock in the morning. Then I got on the radio with Bromel Camp and did his show back in Iowa. Which is this week awesome. one for him, or is this week, week two one. for him? It is week one? one. Awesome. Yeah. So we did it Friday. Um, that was fun, and then Got on the road, went down to South Point, watched Gil do his last show out of that studio there uh, for VEASAN, and got to see some people in the book. And I'm standing there while they're doing the show, and some people were talking or whatever. And I look, and I see this guy dressed in a writer outfit walking with a cane, walking away from me. So I see him from behind. Mm -hmm. But I see his hair, and I see him. I'm like, I think that's Tom. So I run over, I catch him easily because I still got foot speed and he's walking slow and I turn around, I get in front of him and he's looking down, paying attention to where he's putting that cane, walking slow. And I said, Hey, he looks up like this and it got the hugest smile on his face. This guy, Tom, his last name begins with a W tremendous guy used to come in on his off days into the book at the M play races. We shared writer stories for years, originally from Pittsburgh, married his second time. He's got two kids, older guy, had his kids later in life. Um, we had one of the best visits that I've had. He almost died three years ago. Whoa. He's working. He's grinding. He's still showing up. Good. And I was I was so happy to see him. And I told him. I sent him a link and I took a picture with him. I posted it on Sports BK and Sig today with the views of the South Point. It's me and Tom right there. And he said to me, You're on TV every day? I said, Yeah, we're doing a show. You'd like it. Here's the link. He said, I always knew you were going to make it. I didn't know what the hell you were doing behind that counter for all those years. <laughs> and I said, I love you. I love you too. His hair looks great. His health is good. Good. And I thought of so many of the guys that watched the show and like, you know, going through it. Mm. Merges his wife, surgery today. 
Uh, he was got the text. Everything went very well. Good. Positive. Good, good, good. Got a couple other guys, personal text, fighting some demons, fighting some things at home, fighting themselves. And I keep telling them, like I tell you and tell everybody, keep showing up. Life is always forward, never straight. You got a place to come here every day between 1030-ish Pacific and 1230-ish you know, PM Pacific, that's 1.30 Eastern, 12.30 Central. We appreciate the hell out of you. Fucking A, Roll Call Friday is the best. <laughs> it really is. Uh, one, obviously, it's Roll Call Friday. So, two, uh, that's great. Two, I don't know how much time, Mikey Awesome and Sonic, how much time you guys are spending doing this stuff, but I just need to call you both out because it is very much appreciated. <laughs> what you guys are doing and the ownership that you guys have taken onto the show because it gets noticed by so many people. Yeah. Stephanie small sent me a DM yesterday and said, I have to tell you, do you know how many people continue to reach out to me from being on your show? She said, I I've never had this happen before of all the media appearances I've done. I've never had this many people reach up to me and say, when's the next time you're going to be back on BVB. So you guys are doing incredible work and, and people are, are literally going, what the fuck is going on? They can't figure this out. They don't understand. They're, they're confused by it. Some are intimidated by it. Some people don't like it that it's going on. It's great. And, and so I, I know we tend to say thank you a lot in this segment, but I just think it's important just to call out a couple of you guys because these are the things that make people understand what the show is when you guys are willing to spend your own private personal time to just do something fun. And that thing with the letter Y today was like a Sesame street thing that I was like, well, grab Sesame street, make the letter Y and go <laughs> like that literally is, <laughs> is a short built in itself. I was like, that's great. Madeline started arguing with me. She was listening to it and she was like, wait, what <laughs> going on? I sent the other clip to my sister who played it for her boyfriend, who he was on the ground laughing and he thought it was the funniest thing in the world. And he was like, did Dave really just say that? <laughs> she was like, yeah, my mom saw it. She was laughing. So it's just, it's <laughs> what's going on right now is, is, is very, very special. It's a family affair and it's very, very cool. And you guys are our family. So thank <sighs> you for everything you guys have done. Thank you for being here on Roll Call Friday. It's always super fun. <laughs> Tell somebody, hit the like button, hit the subscribe button. Monday, we are back. Labor Day, but we are on live. Same time, same show for Monday to recap the entire first college football weekend heading towards Thursday. So even though it's a holiday, we will do the show live. FYI, if you're at Circa, 702-570-8255. We'll be there. Text us. We'll be there. We'll get you signed up for the... Oh, he froze right now. <laughs> we good we good oh not yet i'm back oh you're back Whew. okay 702-570-8255 texas will get you signed up for the million and the survivor he's dave i'm matt we'll talk to you on monday labor day for bbb